0: Two plays for an Oscar, two sequels to films that launched a career, in the beginning of a legendary run at the box office. The Millennium officially begins with the second edition of Getting Willy With It on this, the 136th episode of What's in the Box Office. Q theme music. Hello,
1: everyone. Welcome to What's in the Box Office. I'm your host, Brian. And I am your host, Noah. And uh, I, for one, am just glad that all of our computers made it out the other side of the millennium. Thank God. It, uh, I think. I think what it was was that computers wouldn't shut down.
0: You would just be uploaded all of Will Smith's catalog, like what the ah, U two did, like with that U two album. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, listen, he have got some good records.
1: Like a fifty fifty proposition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You can't delete them and they take up a lot of space it, yeah. is also see, the,
1: the problem. U, the U2 thing, you only got one album. So maybe in this instance it would have like just been Bagger Vance.
0: You're, the soundtrack time. <laughs> nice. I, I meant like his music albums. You mean like the soundtracks oh, to I his see. movies? Okay. Yeah, yeah, The score for Bagger Vance is a lot of tracks. <laughs> it takes up <laughs> right. a lot. It's a long time to download. Well, um it features a child. Here we are. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> Here we are, our second edition of Getting Willy with it. Uh, I'm Brian. That was Noah Ahmad is here as well. Hello, Ahmad.
2: Hey, how's it going?
0: It's okay. So let's let's let's. uh, I mean, what are we doing here? We did this last week, but let's get into real quick. Will Smith is uh, one of our best actors, one of our best icons, a bankable star. Name recognition carried us through multiple generations of film goers, and so we're paying tribute by. retrospectively going through his blockbuster filmography starting in 1995 and ending in 2020. So we're reviewing the movies, ranking the movies, ranking the performances, and coming up with weird awards. Um, we're also breaking down his uh, musical career along the way as we're doing this chronologically with Ahmad, who's the host of a terrific podcast, Thinking Outside the Boombox. So today's... Well, let's... uh. Well, let's get into what we have so far uh, before we start talking about these new movies. So currently the rankings uh, for – let's do performance first. Uh, Will Smith's five best performances so far, Enemy of the State, Men in Black, Bad Boys, Independence Day, and then Wild Wild West. And his film rankings – from best to worst so far, Men in Black, Enemy of the State, Independence Day, Bad Boys, and Wild Wild West. It's the bottom is the same, then we just flip three and four and flip one and two. That's well, how we do it here. That's it's, how, that it's that simple. That's the formula we've discovered for critiquing Will Smith and his performances. The movies on today's episode, we're, we're starting with the year 2000. Um As I mentioned in the intro, and I'll talk about more as we get to the movies, this is a transitional period for him. um, Two Oscar Beatty pushes, one more successful than the other. And then uh, getting back into the blockbuster swing of things with two back-to-back sequels. And then we begin... uh, uh, Well, it really begins with Men in Black 2, but really it, it, it begins his original independent not independent but just original blockbusters uh his huge run so we're starting with the legend of bagger vance then we have ali men in black 2 bad boys 2 and i robot so how was this group of movies for you guys without getting into specifics in general how did you feel after watching these obviously not as good a group as the first one but Summarize your your feelings about these five. Um, I actually really liked this grouping,
2: and I would I would argue that I enjoyed uh, no, I would argue that I enjoyed these movies better than the first five as, wow. a, as a whole.
0: That's Um, shocking to me. That's surprising, yes. Very surprising. Wow. Let's get into that. Noah and I obviously have stated our opinions as we say that we're shocked by that opinion, so – Let's get into it. Then, the Legend of Bagger Vance, released November thirtieth, two thousand, directed by Robert Redford, starring Matt Damon, Charlize Theron, Will Smith, and Jack lemon It had a forty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it had Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around. It has a forty-three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Forty-seven on Metacritic. It opened at number three at the box office, eleven and a half million. It grossed 31 million and 39 worldwide. A a Variety article from August 17th, 1999, states, Sources say Smith's interest was galvanized by the dramatic nature of the pick and the actor's desire to work with Redford. And that makes sense. After Wild Wild West, an inexplicably inexplicably commercial affair, bombs the opportunity to work with a Hollywood legend in an Oscar-banic pick must sound appealing. Throne wasn't a big deal at the time. She had been in some stuff, but she was three years away from her oscar four years away from her oscar um damon was already an oscar winner coming off of goodwill hunting saving Private ryan and the talented mr ripley in each of the last three years uh i get that movies were made differently then the tide was just beginning to turn on big budget dramas not being as feasible but the legend of bagger vance's 80 million budget begs the question
1: huh <laughs>
0: god 80 million <laughs> our personal history with the legend beggar so i mentioned this a little last week blockbuster with those leaflets this, and i'll just being a conscious of movies at this point i was very much conscious of movies at this point um that i must have wanted to see this i liked will smith i probably knew who matt damon was i didn't know Charlize Theron was um and it seemed like you know an Oscar Beatty picture. I never saw this, and then it's supposed to be bad, so I just avoided it uh, with its negative reputation. So I had never seen this, but I was it was certainly in the consciousness. And I am actually surprised that I hadn't because this was during a time where I saw anything and everything I can get my hands on as a kid. Uh, Noah, have you ever seen the Legend of Bagger Vance? Did you know it existed?
1: I I did know it existed. I'd never seen it. I uh, I said this. Uh, I said this to you. Well, the other day, uh, my impression of it, like, I didn't really know anything about it. I just always kind of assumed it was like a a solid mid-tier drama. You know, it's got a it's got a good cast. It's just like a like a period. If you could give an example drama, of a like
0: solid it. mid-tier drama, if you could think of one, what would be a good uh, example?
1: The most recent one I thought of was Lawless, the uh, John Hillcoat, Tom Hardy movie.
0: Yes. No, one and I were trying to think of one. I thought of American yeah. made. Um, also good. Ahmad, what about you? Legend of of Vance, not thinking of a mid tier. <laughs> okay, well, um,
2: I had never even heard of this movie. This is probably the most, wow. the most green I will have been for any of the Will Smith movies we're going to watch. Um, don't think I had even heard of the title. Um, wow. Knew nothing about it, had never seen it. So last Tuesday was my first foray into this very interesting world um, that they've set up here. But yeah.
0: You and I had different interests as children, I think. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, miscongenial. This is 2000 was a big year for movies for me. Oh, i um, was great. Came out in 2000. Castaway, The Grinch, Meet the Parents. Uh, all right. So. Let's get into it, Amad. I'm going to start with you because I'm kind of nervous. What did you think of the Legend of Bagger Vance? Uh, not great. <laughs> great. Um, <laughs> okay, great. I I can work with the rest of this episode. Great. All right, no no problem.
2: Yeah, this is this is not uh, one of the movies that made <laughs> this round of movies better than the last one. This is, <laughs> I mean, well, kind of because I still thought it was better than Wild Wild West. So technically, it, it helped me.
0: Like, I me mean, much. you're. You're That's definitely true. you're definitely correct, but I would watch Wild West a million more times than this. Agree,
1: Agreed, yeah, yes, I, but yes. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know about that. Definitely, I
0: mean, it's a competently made picture. No, it's not. It it is. It's not. no, it's
1: it's it's completely in. Inco- I here's here's my here's my one sentence review of the Legend of Bagger Vance. Okay, great. I don't think this is the worst movie I've ever seen, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's break down the, okay, let's start with
0: the positives, I guess. You know. Okay. Uh Matt Damon's pretty good in it. Agreed. I love seeing Jack Lemmon. You, do you remember Jack Lemmon? Ahmad? I showed you uh some like it hot. Uh boy, when we could still be in the same room as each other. He's the uh He's the second one who falls in love with the uh, the guy on the beach and at the end says nobody's perfect. That's that's the old guy in this movie in the narrator.
2: Yeah, so funny story. Uh I was watching the movie and I like or like after the movie, or maybe it was before, I confused Jack Lemmon with Jack Nicholas. And so I oh. thought Jack Nicholas was playing Jack Lemon's
0: Jack character. Jack Nicholson. Oh boy, we're gonna get all of them. Jack Nicholson or Jack oh, Nicholas the golfer? Jack Nicholas the golfer. So I uh, thought that okay. <laughs> That he had made a cameo. Right, right, guy. right. The big golf movie. That's funny.
2: <laughs> sure. I was like, oh, like Charles
0: Jack- Barkley in Space Jam.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: but Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm always th- it was actually Jack Lemmon's last movie. He died like a year later. Um, so it was actually very, for me knowing that it was very poignant. The ending mm-hmm. of him like walking off to meet Will Smith in the afterlife, uh, which I think is a way we'd all like to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just be nice, a yeah. beautiful sunset, Will Smith, a young waving, come on, be like, oh, cool, I'm friends with Will, this would be great, um, but uh, I, he was great, I mean, you know, the g- golf courses were nice,
1: mm-hmm. I, I think that I, might be I where think, I run out, but I th- I think that, uh, you know, I don't know where you guys are at on televised golf uh, I, I, I don't I, think
0: I'm any thing resembling a place to be at with televised golf
2: i've maybe watched it once
0: yeah i've seen it on tv at about. like bars i guess i don't know
1: this is mostly Reference. when i'm at uh, like if i'm at my dad's house and he has cable and so i'm just like flipping through channel i don't see oh
0: boy i when i, I was a kid and i used to go to my friend's house and they had cable like ooh, great i can watch a golf channel <laughs> I'm just i cannot wait it. you have cable no way what channel is the golf channel
1: <laughs> just saying, I check. I check in on it sometimes for the major. <laughs> I check so, in on it, and it always kind of bugs What's me that like there's a, that <laughs> there's a ton of there's a ton of people playing golf at once, so it's just like you. It just cuts between them all, like yeah. all, the whole time. I and I really think that this system where three people are playing golf and you just follow them the whole time much better i agree okay sure it's like mini
0: golf you wait your turn whoever's closer goes
1: first but just like it's always it's always i I remember one year one of the major tournaments like ended in a tie and so there had to be a golf off between like the two people tied and so it was just it was just those two like going hole for hole until one of them won can i yeah go ahead that was great that just that was (laughs) That was great. Was okay, so problem.
0: speaking of a tie, slight diversion, but you yeah. you, you guys will like this. So, Ahmad, you you know I'm playing through a GM mode on my 2K right now, right? Mm-hmm. So ev- at the beginning of every season, the owner asks you, hey, there's there's these rule changes that are going to be proposed. I want to get your thoughts. And this last one that came up, which I hadn't heard before, was um, next basket wins. At the beginning of an overtime, the next team to score wins. And I was like, no. What? Oh. <laughs> Can we not play for five minutes? What do you mean? Next basket, we, jump ball. Well, they won, I think. I mean, yeah. Two
2: yeah. really K has started to get really loose with the like
0: rules that they uh, they yeah. proposed at the beginning mm-hmm. of the seasons. Yeah, three. one of them was abolish the shot clock. I've seen. that Are one. you out of your mind? Mo- this isn't the this isn't the '30s anymore. We're not. What are you doing?
1: Anyway, I vote yes. What? I, told you, I totally i voted yes <laughs> what? Score, the, score, score, score first just hold on to the ball, ball. yeah until they foul you
2: <laughs> it never passes but it's it's fun to just vote for it
0: anyway <laughs> oh boy no 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 no! thank you i'm trying to win i try to fuck up the game i love anyway back to golf which is also yeah. a game um i <laughs> so i think that's where things run out for me uh for this movie i, I before we get into Noah's hatred of it, I think Ahmad and I should talk and then we kind of let Noah go crazy and agree with him. Um, but Charlie's the floor. Charlie's Theron, you also said you had a one sentence review, so I assumed you weren't talking anymore. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, Charlie's Theron, who's one of our best actresses, Noah, you, you, Roger Ebert says one of our best. She's great. She's a great actress. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She's, her accent is so bad in this movie. That it yeah. that it ruined her entire every single line reading was destroyed. I would venture to
2: say that all of the accents were pretty
0: bad in this movie. It was so oh, man when Will Smith walks up and he just goes, Hiya, sir. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what, oh no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Holy shit. It all right. Sad. So Will Smith is, you know, it's one of those things where like I was trying to think of the best analogy. And the only one I could come up with before I forgot to keep thinking of one was um, uh, if you get a big bouncy house, right? And everybody loves it. You jump around. It's a great time. And then someone deflates the bouncy house. It's still a bouncy house. But what good is it? And I think that's what we did with Will Smith's charisma here. (laughs) We said, you're going to have no personality. You're gonna be. All they said was mystical, and he was like, "What does that mean?" And they go, "Great, you got it." And he was very <laughs> quiet. He didn't. He he gave us no nothing on the screen, and he was just a deflated bouncy house in this movie. It just was not. It was shocking. And then, like, I just finished iRobot, and I'm just like, this. I mean, <laughs> it's a complete <Depli> 180. <laughs> it's wild. Matt Damon's fine. That kid is in so much of this movie. <laughs> He is the entire he could be nominated for best actor in a Will Smith picture. Yeah, he he's could, the he entire well, he, he can't because he's not great, but he's the entire movie. He's in so it's so much about him and his weird expressions. Um, the slow motion is insane, the ending, like the the I don't even know what Bagger Vance taught him to do. <laughs> like the big like you can do it on your own, I don't think it ever happened. It, oh god, Ahmad, and also just obviously like the big archetype of Will Smith's character. And what that represents is just, I mean.
2: <laughs> yes. Ahmad, that's what that's you, exactly what, what I was think thinking about
0: the movie. So there are, there are two key
2: parts of this movie that immediately just like made it a big no. So no for me. So first off, where, what's the setting of this movie?
1: Like, where is this? Uh, like, like, uh, post, Post-Civil War South. Oh, yeah, in uh, South. Savannah, Georgia. Oh, okay. Jo- Oh, of course, Georgia. Savannah in particular.
2: Georgia. So the it's the 1920s uh-huh. in in Georgia. And <laughs> the complete lack of like race relations in this movie was very weird and off-putting. Like the very first instance when Will Smith comes up matt damon is like oh yeah just go ahead in the house and make yourself a sandwich if you want yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's like classic interaction with a stranger (laughs) i was like what
0: (laughs) he's like a passing guy yeah he thinks he's like like a poor wandering man (laughs) yeah yeah
2: Yeah. and like the movie just completely ignored what it was likely like like the relations were like between black people and white people especially in this time period especially in the south but like seemed completely unrealistic that like Will Smith would have been this guy's caddy and nobody would have had anything to say about it that like It's like this
0: nobody had anything to say and they expect and that's that moment especially where they expect us to give matt damon credit like that's like a character endearing moment Mm -hmm. where he goes oh hey how's it going just go on in and have a sandwich we're like oh that's cool he just he treats him like everybody else it's like i'm not giving anybody credit don't don't, don't have that be a character development moment that's
1: an insane thing to do for any person yes it's not not like like, oh he's not racist it's just oh he's like weird and like a Devil may care. Yeah, it's like
0: it's like twelve o'clock at night, and someone's just passing through, and you're like, "Hey, do you need food? Go in and get some food." Like, no, excuse you, I'm on my way home. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, this movie, in that way, was kind of the exact opposite of Wild Wild West, And that that was just like yes, a benign a, comedy yeah. that made sh- like made sure, like, listen, we we need to be accurate with the slurs. <laughs> yes, they definitely have.
2: they definitely want to I make this
1: right. was like. A supposedly a prestigious drama, and it's I hey, don't worry about it. He's just a guy. I mean, there's, <laughs> that's, there's not, a... that's not part of it. It's
0: <laughs> even like the first time we see Matt Damon, he's playing poker with with black people. He's like he's you know, he's mm-hmm. he's he's in like this, and he's like throwing off quips to the kid, and he's like, "Hey, kid, calm down." Like it's a very it's it's a strange thing where a movie from this era decides that we should just like completely ignore that era in general, like, well then don't set your story here because it's, this isn't a, I mean, this is a fairy tale, but it's not a fairy tale. The thing with, with bagger Vance too, is like, I thought we would get some kind of explanation. And that moment where he goes into the woods at the end when at night. And he says like, he says something like, um, what does he say to Matt Damon? He goes, uh, he goes, I don't know. He goes, don't you something where I thought that he was going to be like a platoon buddy who died in the war. That he's, like, yeah, imagining. That's... I literally thought we were going back there because he had a line where he was oh, like, that Oh, that would have been better. I... Where he goes, Oh, I think you know. He had a very... And I was like, Oh, this is it. We're getting, like, the big reveal at the end. Right. And then nothing. He was just... They walked Which... off onto the beach and stayed there for 90 years till Jack Lemmon
1: died. Yeah. Which reminds me, this isn't post-Civil War, Savannah. It's post-World War One. <laughs> that's true. Right, right, a little right. better. That's true. Um... But, yeah, that's there's... <laughs> There was no, and I, I realize we're not in, in my segment here. I'm interrupting, but there was no reason for Becker Vance to be there. He just showed up. He showed up. He was, he was just some angel who was like, I'll help the sad golf man.
0: I truly don't remember anything. He told him to help his game, except for like, he said, why don't you use this club? And Matt Damon was like, or no, I'm sorry. Juna. Right, yes, uh, Juna. Juna. (laughs) The name. Yeah, Juna Juna was like, that club, but that won't work. And Wilson was like, "Mm, give it a shot. And then it worked (laughs) immediately. And then like, other than that, it was just him being like, hey, listen, Juna, you're getting a little crazy. I mean, you have fans and you're being nice to them. (laughs) Can't you ignore them? And he's like, you know what, you're right, I should. And then he hit a hole in one. (laughs) And (laughs) it was... Striking. Ahmad, anything else about this movie that upset you or just that you hated? Uh, and then i um, we'll let Noah tell us what upset and, and angered him.
2: The main other thing, which uh, we kind of mentioned, is the the whole like magical, mystical black person stereotype um, has been used a lot in like other movies. And it's just yeah. it was never a good idea. It never will be a good idea. It doesn't matter who the, the actor is. It. It's never a good idea, and it didn't. It didn't work here. It was just this whole movie it, was like. While wow, I did think that Matt Damon's performance and like Will's performance in a weird way were like, I still kind of like enjoyed seeing them on screen. Like everything that they were doing was just so weird. That movie. It was
0: it, it, I th- it it might be the first instance of that uh, archetype. I. Spike Lee used it as uh, like one of the first – I didn't actually click on the link, but I think one of the first references of that happening. But um, by the way, it has worked one time, and that was Bruce Almighty, and that's because he was God. (laughs) He wasn't a magical being, but he was God. But um, I I had the same reaction to just seeing Will Smith and Matt Damon because Will Smith certainly anymore doesn't make movies with huge people. But I was just looking at them on screen together, and I was like, this is weird. (laughs) This is strange seeing you two share a frame. Um, but also the thing about Will Smith's performance and adds to the the the, the magical black character thing is he's always smiling in this movie. Mm-hmm. He always has a very yep. soft, quiet. So there's nothing else on his face. It's a very <laughs> weird. He's smiling
1: and asking for shoes. It's,
0: <laughs> it's it's straight up crazy that like he's just a smiling Joe, like yeah. helping out <laughs> Matt Damon. I'm like, he's, oh my,
1: he's God. doing. He's doing a voice that I'm not going to do, but we all know what voice he's doing. <laughs> he, I, he, truly truly,
0: he truly is. Dude. The way he, the way that, oh my, he's so, he, oh, and then he's like doing it for $5. Like, come on. Like there's so many things here. Yeah. Uh, all right, no, go ahead. Tear into it. All right. Uh, real
1: quick. One of the a, worst a short, movies,
0: if a not short list the worst of, movie you've ever seen.
1: A short list of names of characters in this movie. Ranulf Juna, Adele Invergordon. Uh, the vi- the villain's name is simply Nescaloosa. <laughs> I want to talk about Nescaloosa for a second. Who is the villain? Uh, he's the guy uh, you like may remember charge originally. Of the town? Uh, yeah, kind of. Originally, the plot of this movie was that Adele Invergordon is going to lose the golf course. Mm-hmm. Sure. She built. And this cabal of men wants to buy it from her. And so she has to raise the money in the talent show. Uh, but they they, aban- they abandon that plot somehow after 30 minutes. Uh, like, they fully set that up as the plot. Like, yeah. we, we need money, and here's how I'm going to get the money. And then as soon as she does that, that's done. But Nescaloosa is the guy who, like, leads that mob. And who then at the town hall meeting, when they're suddenly just arguing about this golf and like, well, if we're going to have the golf tournament, we need to uh, we need to get someone from Georgia in here. Uh, It was uh, Katie and Katie and I watched this together and she turned to me at that point and she went, wait, why is Nescaloosa in favor of this now? He wants to buy the golf course because it'll bring
0: uh, notoriety to the town, Noah.
1: But he wants to buy the golf course. <laughs> he has a stated goal. In the previous scene, I—I mm-hmm. I mean, I—I'm not as high on Matt Damon in this movie as you guys. I think he was fine. But you
0: love that. Matt Damon,
1: I do, and like he's made several bad movies. You may remember downsizing.
2: <laughs> oh boy.
1: That other one in the suburbs, Suburbicon. Suburbicon, yeah. Yeah, disaster. Uh he was fine. Uh, I think everyone else was at least bad. Uh, <laughs> like that Will Smith was not good in this. No. Charlize Theron, as mentioned, was just a disaster. A disaster. Uh the small child, incapable of acting. <laughs> and was such a with such a huge there was a period of like twenty minutes in this movie. When I feel like every third line was just him spouting some Southern truism. Sure. Like, oh, this, this, this situation stickier than a shoe fly pie. I,
0: I, I like <laughs> when his like
1: one after the other, after the other, There's I like
0: when his working dad, who he hated for working I for know, some reason, literally Matt Damon goes, Hey, listen, everyone else, Filed for bankruptcy Your dad's still working during this depression And he's like oh I guess that's true But like when when, when he goes I don't know it's not looking too good for Matt David And the kid's like shut up and he leaves the yeah. table. How
1: about, how about the plotline of the kid's uh, stupid street sweeper father being like an old friend of Matt Damon's from the? Oh war? yeah, and yeah, then I don't. We think
0: had no they interaction. Have... They never had Not any interaction time.
1: together. And there's, there's even like the kid says, like my daddy says he used to be your friend, kind of like a pig shit and shit uh, friends. And Matt Damon's like, yeah, he was a good friend. Like clearly, there's history yeah. there, and it's yeah. just never explored, never explored. addressed. Can we talk, I, I just, before you
0: continue, because I, I don't want this to be the last point, um, Charlize Theron, very much about to have sex to get him to do that work. Yeah, um, yeah. I, that was just her. It Did not play well. Today, <laughs> and I doubt it played well in 2000. As that scene kept going on, I truly was like, she's about
1: to like slap him and go. You think I would? She was about, to yeah, just- or like she's going to pull back and be like, never in a thousand years. Like she's clearly doing a bit, except suddenly she isn't. She
0: was about um, to go down on him. She was like, "How should we yeah. start?
1: Do you need anything?" And he was like, "Yeah, no, nope, <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> like, oh my when god! And he's, he's not playing along. Like she gets mad at him and like, <laughs> you came here and started undressing and in then, front of the child. And then she leaves,
0: and then Matt Damon goes, "You can open your." eyes little kid and i'm like oh so you never thought this was going to happen because it got real close to happening yeah yeah that was I, wild that she was just going to be like well if that's what i have to do i'm like is this like them being like she's a strong independent woman
1: i guess anyway <laughs> that was that was insane how it was much insane. She, she it went on for so long it was going to <laughs>
0: in front of a I, child
1: yeah i i guess just I don't know. I don't. I don't want to run down every every single terrible no, thing. No, go the, ahead. It's the, fun. The thing that the thing that stuck out to me most as just kind of the complete like philosophical failure of this movie was that it was simultaneously trying to treat golf as a metaphor for the human experience. There's that whole scene oh where God. Will Smith is teaching the little boy how to putt, and he's like everyone has their swing inside of them. You just got to go back and forth and search for it and don't let it go. And that's, and that will guide you through. And then he puts the ball in, but then also there are scenes where someone's like, he got a birdie, which is one better than par. So he scored a point. (laughs) Because people don't really know how golf works. It's not a super common experience. At one point. What the fuck are we doing?
0: At one point, Matt Damon was like, all I need to do is get an eagle and I win. And I'm like, yeah, I guess an eagle is like a
1: birdie, but better, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And this is like, why? Why is this our metaphor? Why is this a golf movie? I
0: genuinely was on my phone at the end. And then when they were all cheering, and, like, taking pictures together, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it was like, and they all end in a satisfying tie. And I was like, oh, okay, great. I completely missed how it happened. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. It was just
1: a, it was a tie. Matt did like, they, the two guys missed their putts, and Matt Damon made his putt. Sure. And then everyone was like, yeah, a tie! And like, everyone's telling him, like, just, it's okay if
0: it moved. It's fine. He's like, no, it moved. Yeah. I have to go in the locker room
1: and whip myself because it moved. Yeah, this is this is no. another great example of like that's supposed to be like just persevere and be the honest. Kid, the kid <laughs> is crying
0: in front yeah. of him and in front of every spectator watching. <laughs> no, it's just a dumb. Me, he, like, I think he. I think he loses. It's just a dumb rule. It don't mean
1: nothing. Yeah, I won't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm treating this like the greatest sports <laughs> exhibition in history. Uh. Like that's just that's, yeah. no it's true. It was so bad. I, yeah. And if I had
0: seen it in theaters, I would have been bored to tears. A, <laughs> I, I think truly horrible movie. All right. Let's, uh, oh, star ratings. <laughs> uh, out of four, I'm going to give, because again, I think some parts of comp, comp, I'm giving it one and a half. No, you you are marking down the star ratings though, right? Yes, I am. Yeah.
1: I no one. The four star ranking system is uh, is your thing. It's your preference. Thank you. Uh, So this is a genuine question. What is the minimum amount? Uh, I mean, listen. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'm
0: gonna look up one thing. in In my mind, it's half a star. But I do know that there is at least one instance. Roger Ebert zero stars. I want to see if he ever gave a zero star rating. Okay. Um, because that is. Because that is what I grew up with his four star system. Mm. It looks like there are a certain amount of titles that he gave. You know, I'm gonna look up one of these. You know, that's a perfect one. I'm gonna look up his review for this. One second, everybody. Roger Ebert, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, <laughs> which he apparently gave zero. Oh no, he gave one and a half to the first one. Is it the second one? Reaches new. Oh, I. Th- you know what? There's okay. Chet, take a look at this, everybody. If I click on Deuce Bigelow Male Jiggle, you see that one and a half stars? Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that's great. And in that same place, for European Gigolo, just a simple thumbs down. Mm, Okay. There's nothing there, so I think that that's a zero star rating. So he has given out zero stars, Noah, so you are welcome to as as well.
1: As have I.
0: Zero (laughs) stars. (laughs) All right. Ahmad? How many stars for the Legend of Agavans?
2: Uh I gave it a one
0: and a half as well.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, our next film, Ali, released December twenty fifth, two thousand and one. Directed by Michael Mann, starring Will Smith, Jamie Foxx, Mario Van Peebles, Ron Silver, Jeffrey Wright, uh, Michael T. Williamson, and Jada Pinkett Smith. Sixty eight on Rotten Tomatoes. Sixty five Metacritic. It opened number two. On Christmas Day, which was a Tuesday, so I'm not doing the weekend, uh, 58 total domestic gross, 87 worldwide, two Oscar nominations, Will Smith for Best Actor and Supporting Actor for Some Guy Who's Washed Up and We Don't Like Anymore. Uh, Smith was long in the mix to play Ali as it went through a series of directors. Ron Howard was circling the project in 1998. While filming Wild Wild West together, Smith brought the project to Barry Sonnenfeld, who was considering directing. Oh, uh, after, after Wild Wild West flopped, Sonnenfeld was not hired by the studio. <laughs> <laughs> in February 2000, after being nominated for Best Director for The Insider, which Noah still stills to watch, Michael Mann signed on. Finally, in May of that year, Will Smith signed on for a twenty million dollar. Uh, salary against 20% of the gross. And, uh, I'll explain this. Noah kind of confirmed, I believe I know exactly what this means, but I could be wrong. because I'm not in the industry, but I believe 20 million against 20 is you get, it's, it's basically the highest thing that, that, that most people get like the Jim Carrey's the Will Ferrell's at least when they were paying people 20 million, that was the big threshold was 20. Um, uh, 20 up front, and then 20% of the gross, meaning after the studio recoups its budget, any money made after that, any profit money, Will Smith would get 20% of. Wow. Uh, it, it it didn't make that <laughs> oh. budget. So that's <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, he, he, <laughs> he got paid. He played a hero of his with an acclaimed director and an Oscar-bait pick. So it seemed to be a win regardless of the financial Thing because I think this costs, actually no I, I don't know how you'll feel but I think it costs close to or over a hundred.
1: I I don't know I mean it's like a big long epic movie so sure a hundred. Um,
0: let me see here it cost yeah like a hundred and seven to hundred and ten something like that. Um, all right, personal history with Ali uh, I've never seen it I've always wanted to again came out when I was ten I probably wanted to see it. Uh, but I didn't for whatever reason, maybe because the R rating, I don't know. But uh, I've always wanted to see it since I never got to.
1: Uh, Noah, have you ever seen Ali? No, never seen it. I was <clears throat> one of the movies I was most excited about going into this. Yeah. Because I'm a, a, I'm a big Muhammad Ali fan. Are you? Maybe not, I didn't yeah, know maybe that. not. Maybe not like fan necessarily, but like admirer, sure. I guess. Who isn't? Like I couldn't... Uh, I don't know that I've seen any of his fights, but just like, I, I really respect who he was as a dude. Yeah. I, and so I was really interested in seeing this movie.
2: Uh, Amal, what about you? Have you seen Ali? Yeah. Um, I think I, I had seen it a couple, I want to say two times, uh, back in college. Um, really liked it then, really like it now. So I was excited to
0: be able to watch it again. Cause I don't think I've yeah. seen it
2: since college actually.
0: Um, all right. so let's talk about it. I liked this movie I didn't think it was great uh, I think it's a little flat story wise it you know it it's it's it, it, for what it is it's pretty by the book and he was anything but uh, Muhammad Ali um, I think Will Smith does a very admirable job I think he's good in it I think it's hard to get past that it's just Will Smith, but he is very good and he's just a great actor. Anyway. Uh, Michael Mann's filming is Great. Jamie Foxx is great in this. Uh, he's very, very good in it. Um, Jada Pinkett's good in her, like one scene. Uh, I was v- surprised and glad that they showed so much of, uh, Malcolm X at the end of his life in this. I thought that was really important to the story and to him. Um, obviously Michael Mann knows how to really shoot a camera, And the opening montage is just incredible. Him with the, the, the speed bag. And that's, it's, that's just a stunning opening. And I really thought, okay, we're in for something, but uh, no, once it's settled down, it's very a to B it's, there's not a lot of forward momentum. I think it's a little long. I think he runs through the streets of Africa for about 80 minutes. Um, but it's a little long, but, uh, and the boxing scenes, I I might be spoiled because of Creed, but (laughs) they, they really don't stand up. But, um, Will Smith is good in it and the movie is good it just didn't it didn't blow me away like I wanted uh, No, what about you
1: yeah I mean I think there are a, I really liked the parts where Will Smith was like promoting fights I think when he was when he was doing his uh, sure, you know his poems and like his trash talk and stuff uh, I thought <clears throat> I thought it was like when he was at his best in the movie and when the movie was at kind of it's most interesting to me. I really want to see, like, I guess he's probably too old now, but I would have wanted to see Will Smith play like Larry bird in a movie. Just one, just someone who is a Larry bird. Yeah. One of the greatest trash talkers ever. Uh, yes.
0: But I just think your casting might be off.
1: <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I think, I think, I want to watch him. I, I,
0: I, <laughs> I understand that. Like, you know, <laughs> you know nationalities race have been miscast for years i think that's a big
1: stretch how about how about kevin garnett <laughs> ano- you another want kevin under- garnett to play larry bird I, again you're in the wrong direction i don't think another famously vicious trash talker <laughs> sure i, I but like i i don't know i just i really don't like biopics hmm you really don't you like unconventionally like you like selma you like unconventional ones. i like a movie that tells a story and i don't think most biopics do and i don't think this one really did this felt this felt to me like you kind of said just like by the books boilerplate as though as though they had like a list of bullet points about what makes muhammad ali interesting Uh, and then you just go down the list like this is him being friends with Malcolm X, and then we do a Sonny Liston fight, right. and then comes the scene where he meets his wife, and then comes the scene where, where he, he divorces meet, where he meets wife. his other wife. It yeah, <laughs> and then he meets. And it's, there's just there's so there's so much stuff, and it's like it's, he he had a very prolific life and career. There's a lot of stuff to cover. Yeah, but you just it to me ends up feeling like none of it, like you don't get to sit with any of it and find it find it interesting or find it related like you you said jamie fox was really good in this and i agree like he was acting well mm-hmm. but i just i i did not feel like the relationship between him and muhammad ali was well defined or explored at all i i think uh one of the main issues i have with this is like he's
0: not changed by the end of it like by, by the end of the movie he's the champ again right <laughs> And he's proven himself in the boxing world, and and to a larger extent, he's proven himself culturally and politically. That, but but that also isn't solved by the end of the Rumble in the Jungle. That he's proven himself politically. That happens well before. Um, And so the ending, when he's back on top, he was on top at the beginning of the first scene. Like you know, the in the first twenty minutes, he wins the, the the crown. Yeah. And then we just get back to that place. So he hasn't. The end of the movie isn't him creating a big change for himself becoming a different person he's he's really especially title wise the same person and he is the same person he is just as is, is outspoken and and gone through hardships all his life um uh but i do want to hear uh, ahmad w- w- on this second viewing since college uh what did you like about it what's what did you think uh
2: i actually really like this movie um specifically as far as the fight scenes I really like the fight scenes. I think for mm. the time, um, what year did this come out? Two thousand one. Two thousand. For the time, like the the shooting of the fight scenes was like it was like very exciting. Like I wrote down that like the camera work in the ring for like most of the fights was very like riveting. Like they weren't just shooting it from like the side. Like there were certain times where like the camera was like like directly behind uh some of the or like one of the actors and like they were actually hitting each other which i mean i don't know how many boxing movies i had watched up until that point but i feel like the the standard was that you just like like fake hit each other and like make it look like you're in each other but like they were actually like hitting each other in the face and i think that really made it look that much more realistic um from a from like Muhammad Ali's personal life. Well, first off, I made this joke because I watched this movie in Bagger Vance with Karen, and I made the the joke. I was like, "Why does Will Smith sound like Charles Barkley?" And yes, like- yes, <laughs> yes.
0: I never my made God. that connection. Holy shit! That's all. Oh, your oh, I was like,
2: Barclay. "Oh, Charles Barkley's from Alabama. Muhammad Ali was from Kentucky, so maybe he's he's." Just- I
0: think your question should have been, "Why does?" Charles Barkley sound like Muhammad Ali. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Like maybe Muhammad Ali sounds like that. That's I what know. I said. Yeah. I was like, okay, maybe no, Muhammad Ali
0: not. sounds like that. And so
1: maybe I just, he was, he was doing a voice <laughs> and that voice could work for Barkley. Just fine. Yeah. Oh,
0: I mean that, that, that was uh, Muhammad Ali's accent. That's how he spoke. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. Cause I was like, I, get, I, I couldn't remember like hearing the real Muhammad Ali, like his voice. So I was like, I don't know if I have anything to go off of, but maybe that's what he sounded like. But okay. Um, but, I feel like we, everybody knows that like, for the most part, that Muhammad Ali's real name is Cassius Clay. And then, you know, he yeah. changed it cause he converted to Islam. But I feel like, like the way that the movie kind of really got into like the nation of Islam part was unexpected. Like that's, that's a, a part of Muhammad Ali's life that I felt like they would have like kind of brushed through. They would have mentioned it. There may, would have maybe been a scene, and then we wouldn't have seen much more of it, but I really liked how they explored the relationship between Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X because I don't know if I would have really known that they had such a like such a good relationship. Um I liked Mario Van Peeble's performance of Malcolm yeah, X. Yes,
0: I agree. He I was thought good, it was yeah.
2: very good. Um let's see what else I say. And I think Will did a good job of like portraying Muhammad Ali's personality as far as I think like Noah mentioned the way that he was taunting his opponents and just like the comic you know comic quote-unquote that Muhammad yeah. Ali was and how he like yeah. dealt with the people he was fighting um the Vietnam thing and how Malcolm X's death affected uh Muhammad Ali was like the way they explored that was good I just really thought it was a, a really good performance by Will I thought the the side characters were good John Carlo Esposito as Ali's His dad, dad, I thought was really yeah. good.
0: Sure. Um, you know, yeah. it's, uh, I didn't buy, I, he didn't, the box, him doing Muhammad Ali boxing didn't work for me. It didn't look, he looked like an actor trying to float like yeah. a butterfly yeah. and sing it's like tough a bee. When
1: you're, you're trying to visually. It's really tough. Yeah. Yeah. Greatest boxer of yeah. all time. I mean, it's, it's. Can't do it. It's, and so you watch him like, and you're like, is this guy so great?
0: <laughs> it yeah, it is. I mean, it's like if they ever made like a Michael Jordan biopic, we're never going to believe the basketball scenes.
1: We're going to be like, yeah. "No, you look like an actor trying to play yeah. basketball like Michael That's Jordan. That's right. not at, you don't look right." At least at least that you can kind of like cut around and you know sure. just show show the bas- the ball going in the basket sure. a bunch. Boxing is just like it's it's footwork and it's punching and like yeah. that's kind of it and you just you can't really fake it. Um
0: I will say that I loved the uh the 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 production design was great. The one of the first yeah. boxing scenes seemed like it was in a, a room with like lights that went on forever. And there was like no there wasn't like a huge arena. It was very strange. I really liked it. Um speaking to to Two points. I've watched a lot of things about Malcolm X recently for some reason. <laughs> uh, for my 400th movie during quarantine, I watched Malcolm X for the first time, the Spike Lee oh. movie, who Gene Carlos Pazito is in. He, he's one of the assassinators of Malcolm X in that, which is funny that he's in this too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, 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 then recently, and this also speaks to the beginning of the movie because it's soundtracked by that guy who does a pretty good Sam Cooke um, uh, in, in, in impression. But uh, I watched uh, One Night in Miami. Oh, nice. Which is the new Regina King movie, mm-hmm. the, her, her first theatrical film. Um, that is actually, it's really funny because that moment, It's based, so One Night in Miami is a, a, based on a play, but it's inspired by um, something that actually happened where uh, uh, Jim Brown, uh, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, and Sam Cooke uh, all in a Miami hotel room. After Muhammad Ali beats Sonny Liston, and in this movie, they're all in a hotel room together. Muhammad, there's more people because again, this play isn't that these conversations didn't happen. But it's more about what they would have talked about, what they could have talked about. So, in in if you remember the beginning where Muhammad Ali's sitting there with a kid and they're watching something on TV, and then Sam Cooke comes in, it really blew my mind. I was like, oh my god, that's that whole movie. They're all there in the room together. Um, and he, he brings Sam cook after he wins, he goes, Sam cook. Uh, he brings him into the ring with him. But, um, that, uh, when you were speaking about, about how you weren't, you, you wouldn't have known if they were, you know, that close. I mean, this movie, I was just watching this being like, God, this one night in Miami is so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good. And like, you know, Leslie Odom jr. Kills it in that movie. He sings, uh, at the end and it's just gorgeous. And, heartbreaking. And, um, and, uh, it's a great movie. They're all great. The guy who plays Muhammad Ali in that movie is terrific. And he does a better job than Will Smith. I mean, I, I didn't take that into this like, he's not as good as other kid, but he, he's really fucking good. And he's got that, the boisterousness of the 22 year old who just won the title. But there were a lot of things in this and also just in Malcolm X that I were crossing over into this viewing for me, Um, and that just did it better. That took the time to do it. And, you know, I think uh, uh, Malcolm X is a bi-pick that you you would like, even though it spans a bunch of years. No, it does have like a beginning, a middle end, and an obvious end, um, (laughs) as we saw in this, but, uh, yeah, there was just something a little stiff about the story. Once it got going, I think Will Smith did a great job. He certainly stretched himself. Um, but there were just moments where I was like, Oh, this is Will Smith doing his Muhammad Ali. But, uh, uh, star star ratings. I'd give I would yeah.
1: give. I also real quick want to shout out uh, the uh, Muhammad Ali Howard Cosell relationship. Oh, it was in the movie. terrific! It was terrific because I thought that was really the only effective like relationship built in the movie. Like I, I understood that you know Muhammad and Malcolm were friends and that his death affected them, but like they they had two scenes together. I think maybe three. Uh and then like the last hour and 45 minutes was not about uh, him. Uh, but the, the Cassell thing like really worked. They had enough scenes uh, like just bonding together and being, yeah. being people and having fun that I, I really enjoyed that.
0: I did I think this is the last time I'll have to actually avoid saying John Voigt's name, but John Voigt in the movie uh, is good when he's doing that personal stuff. When he was at the end narrating the fight, uh-huh. He was just doing a bad Howard C- uh, caisselle. Him just sure. doing this. He's he's hitting him now against the it was just very much and he's like screaming like he's down, <laughs> he's down. I was like, I'll I'll, just,
1: yeah. yeah. Speaking of quick note for Muhammad Ali's corner people, like by round eight or nine of him just leaning on the ropes getting punched, like he's clearly doing something. <laughs> Please stop shouting, get off the ropes <laughs> because he's got he's got an angle and like George Foreman's fucking like falling over himself panting. Yeah. Like, you know, read the ring, guys. Did did you recognize um,
0: the Ron Silver in the snow? Yes, I did. Yeah, he's from the West. I,
1: uh, I, I picked up his name immediately in the comments. Um, yeah.
0: s- speaking of uh, uh, his ringside people, the um, Ron Ron Silver, who was the Italian who was with him, and then Jamie Fox. They are played uh in one night in Miami by uh Lawrence uh Gillard Jr., who's D'Angelo Barksdale from the Wire. Oh, okay. and and Michael Imperioli. So you'll oh, talk wow. for it. Yeah. Neat. Um anyway, that's a very good movie and it's on Amazon, Amazon I want you to watch it. Out. Uh Star ratings for Ali. I, I think this is I'm really teetering between three and two and a half here. Uh I want to hear what you guys say. No uh, uh uh Ahmad, what do you think? Uh I gave it a three
2: and a half. I I really like this movie,
1: Noah. Uh, I give it a two,
0: and I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it three. I I I think it's worthy of the three. All right. Yeah, I'm also just very easy on threes. I give threes (laughs) to a lot of things. Um, all right. Uh, Our next film. Here we go. So we're back to the sequels. uh, Men in Black Two. Released july third, two thousand and two, directed by Barry Sonnenfeld, starring Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, Laura Flamboyle, Johnny Knoxville, Rosario Dawson, Tony Shaloub, and Rip Torn. A 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, 49% on Metacritic, opened at number one with fifty-two million dollars over its weekend and eighty-seven. Uh, million over the five day, $193 million domestically, and 445 worldwide. So the logical sequel for Will Smith, it was Columbia Pictures' biggest grossing film. They really wanted it to happen. Um, there are rumors that uh, they were contingent on giving Ali the budget and the salary as long as he also made Men in Black, but I don't think that actually panned out. Um, but after three commercial failures, though with one Oscar nomination, this just makes sense. The sequels in development for a while originally the film was this film was very heavy on the love story between will smith and rosario dawson sonnenfeld didn't like that direction and decided to get agent k back in the story as soon as possible so if we think about there was a a a draft of this where agent k was not in this movie for longer which is odd because he's only in two-thirds of the film um personal history with men in black 2 i mean i saw the shit out of this in theaters i was Eleven. I was pumped. I was, you know, the product placement in this is off the charts. There's literally a scene where an alien's eating Burger King in front of a Burger King, and they had Burger King promotions, and I ate their Burger King promoted food. I mean, the song. This was the su- This was the summer. I was ready for Men in Black 2 as a long girl. I was pumped. Uh, Did anybody else see this in theaters or was excited when it came out?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely saw this in theaters. Definitely ate the Burger King promoted uh, food (laughs) from Men in Black 2. I remember really liking the song uh, that Will Smith made for this, uh, but had completely forgotten about it um, until I re-listened to the album it was on. And I was like, I forgot about the second
1: installment of the men in black. Oh, you I black suits. And we'll, we'll talk
2: more about that
0: later. Yeah. I, uh,
1: I also saw this in theaters. Uh, as uh, did you, know, you eat said, Burger
0: King, Noah,
1: I was a McDonald's child. <laughs> <laughs> I, Can't you be both? I
0: wasn't, I was an, I was an <laughs> equal opportunity. Fast food gorger. I'm sure,
1: I'm sure I did eat Burger King, but I don't know if it was because of this movie. I, so yeah, I definitely saw this in theaters. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I saw this, like I would rented this a bunch. Yeah, I've, rent, uh, yeah, I've, I've rented this a bunch. Yeah, I've, I've But then it. in the, in the years since forgot everything. Oh, that's like so a,
0: exciting. Well,
1: now, like a few days ago, if you'd oh. asked me like what happens in men in black Two? Yeah. I was, I have no idea. Yeah. Like I, I, I guess like they bring K back cause he's gotta be in it. But like, really like what the vine woman, no, I've, I have no idea. And then it's like literally as soon as the movie started and it did like the twilight zone thing. And then the little ship, the big ship that's yeah. a, actually a little ship, mm-hmm. like it all, it yeah. all came back. I'm like, what's, what's the matter with me? I've seen yeah. this movie. A hundred times.
0: Yeah, I have too. I've seen this a <clears throat> bunch, uh, you know, and the, the lot, I mean, it's a logical sequel premise is like, let's bring K back. And is not it funny that he doesn't remember how things are? And he's asking questions. Um, i still enjoy this movie and i don't know if it's a nostalgia thing that it just all feels familiar because i remember i remembered beats of this even though the ending is incredibly lame um but everything leading up to the ending excluding everything with the villain uh everything leading up to the ending is a ton of everything with with will smith is that that the the worm chase through the subway is is a ton him him frantically pulling out the the driver being like what's your name okay this is my this is my buddy jeff and jeff crushing the thing um him 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 neuralizing them and then getting wrapped up in the new york thing and be like oh, and okay, he's got to do it again uh there are so many lines that like right before they happen there's that line where uh k is driving the car and he doesn't know what button to press and he's either they're flying the car and will smith goes it's like a game boy and he goes what is a game boy he's like, Don't <laughs> move. I remember that. Um, I remember the way the time Lee Jones says it I remember Will Smith pointing with his little hand, like right next yeah. to his chip, like you know what? Move. I remember so many things and so much of the comedy. I mean, biz marquee and Will Smith are terrific. That's a terrific scene. Um, him calling him slick, him, like, uh, trying to get that girl interested in stamps and her just, I like her pulling the money away and then taking the money There's very little things in this that I think comedically work pretty, pretty well. Uh, other than that, the villain is incredibly boring. that ending set piece where they get into MIB by the way, love that idea. It's just like we have to break into the like the most secure secretive place. They do it immediately and then the fight with her is over immediately like it's just it's all those set pieces are nothing. you know, Jay being like thrown up with the vines is nothing. them sh- shooting the elevator. It's all nothing. The villain is so disappointing and bad, but everything between them works for me.
1: What about you guys i i- i i disagree pretty uh <clears throat> pretty big. I don't have the same experience there i I think it's it's like just kind of a pretty neutral to not great movie, and then in comparison with the first one, just really doesn't work i I just I think so much of the so much of the charm and things I found interesting and compelling about the first one were gone here. I think it was way sillier than the first. Like I think the the first has like more uh, just more heart and like depth is a strong word, but but something a uh, that just this movie felt like a a big a big loud comedy sequel that I found very little of funny uh, and was pretty disappointed by. Amaru, what about you?
2: I like this movie. I, I don't think that it's as good as the first, but I think I don't think it's like that far behind. It was like the, the producers of the movie were like, okay, what was everything that people liked about the first Men in Black movie? And they started writing down a list and they were like, all right, let's run all that back. (laughs) They were like, except this time, you know, will is, or agent Jay is going to be the one teaching agent K the ropes instead of how it was in the first movie. I agree with you, Brian, like the comedic, like timing and the elements in this movie are, are so good. Like agent Jay, when um, he fell on those plastic tubes, uh, when the countdown before Rosario Dawson was going to get, blasted and he's like the countdown is going down and he's like angled in these tubes
0: Uh, that that does work because it's in real time he gets like and you start to get nervous as he's getting out of it because it's not cutting to anything so i i I did enjoy that they let that moment breathe you know what i mean they placed the camera they said we're gonna count down off screen You have that time to get out and walk over yeah that that i always find endearing for some reason it's very strange in this fast-paced edited comedy that they give, like, 10 seconds of him just trying to try get out of these tubes?
2: Um, that, the worms getting cut in half um, and having to, like, like kind of, like, sew themselves back together naturally. I did write down about the what is a Game Boy line because it was hilarious as soon as I heard it.
0: It's so it, – I just – it's ingrained in my brain. I don't know why.
2: They continued the trend of, like, Agent J just, like, completely manipulating people's lives after he neuralizes them, which is – just like it's not a thing that I remembered about the movies when I when I like used to watch them, but now that I notice it, it's like, okay, that's very funny. Um about the villain, yeah, I didn't you know, I didn't really care about her, but at the at the end of the day, I I was like, I guess I'm not I'm not even really watching this for the villain. I'm watching this for Agent J and Agent K. Um Frank Bulldog, I thought was a hilarious new sidekick and like uh piece to add, you know, to the the actors in this. Um, but yeah, so I, I liked the movie, not as good as the, the original or the first, but not, not bad in my opinion.
0: You know, I, I realized that I don't find the v- voiced characters that endearing. Like I really don't like the worms at all. I, Frank, I, I liked Frank singing in the car out the window because there was no music behind him, not even a score. It was just him, him with the little suit is whatever. And then him singing who let the dogs out is just dumb. I didn't like that at all, but <laughs> But I'm I'm not big into like I really don't like the worms at all and um and like Will Smith saying to her don't fall asleep didn't like that didn't need, didn't think we need that joke um you know the w- Will Smith saying the last suit you'll ever put on again is very is, and then walking saying the la- and him walking off that's very funny um I also like about these movies is that they're weird but for some reason they really want to have a heart to them I, I like the idea. That Kay uh, uh, knew this woman and fell in love with this prince. Was, so he, she was his daughter, right? That's where we're yeah, yeah. Uh, Him, him saying the light was you, baby, or whatever he says is very sweet and tender. I think that's a credit to Tommy Lee Jones. Um,
1: but yeah, see, that's that's the kind of thing that just like didn't work for me at all in this movie. <laughs> like I think I think they were they were trying for it at the end with like this is his daughter that he has to send into space but it really just kind of like appeared as part of the movie in the last 15 minutes.
0: I'm, um, but it, 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 it leads into the, the other one with his, I mean, I, I like that these movies are poignant in that regard. I like that, that Will Smith is struggling to, he's realizing after five years that he's never going to have somebody close to him. And he can't, he can never do that unless he makes the sacrifice. I like that. I think the third one, is the best at all of those because it really has an emotional story at the core. And we'll get to that when we watch it, but it really works in my opinion. And I like that these weird sci-fi movies want to have this kind of like familial thing where, um, you can give all, you can give all that up, but eventually you will be lonely. And what he wants in a companion is just K. And, uh, I like the gets it back. I do remember that the ending as an 11 year old blew my mind. The very last shot, where they are in uh, a, a, a subway locker in like yeah. another, that, I remember as a lover, I was like, "Holy shit!" That means that we're tiny, and then it goes on. All those other doors or uh, people, and I that really, uh, and I like that kind of weirdness. But like, I just the vi- Serena is just such a lame villain. She does nothing. Laura Flynn Boyle adds nothing. It's not her fault, but it Johnny Knoxville is not funny not at all. I I like that Johnny Knoxville's, I like that their distraction is that she's going to flash the agent, but then Johnny Knoxville will have a heart attack. And then she just like sprouts her things. Like, why couldn't you just sprout your vines? Well, why did you need everybody to look at you for a moment?
3: Yeah. like just Johnny
0: Johnny Knoxville has a heart attack and everyone looks at Johnny Knoxville. And then she goes, ha ha. And I'm like, you didn't need to do that. You didn't need to flash that guy to get Johnny Knoxville to fake a heart attack. He could have just done that. There's no need for seven of your steps. Um, uh, The Michael Jackson cameo is fun. That was actually him, which is wild to me that he actually did that himself. Uh, And then uh, Martha Stewart. I also just like that. They play the clip again where he keeps suggesting, no, I could be agent M. I think that's just a funny thing where he's like, I figured it out guys. I know how to make it work. (laughs) That's amusing to me. Um, but uh, I, the action stuff is very bland. I like the sentimentality of these movies, um, and uh, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, it's 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 very fine. I don't. It's not. I I don't enjoy it that much, but I do really like their interplay. And I, I but I, again, I can watch that in one, and I can watch that in three. So, um, star rating. Uh, Noah, why don't you go first? I think it'll
1: be the last I uh, this one is a one and a half for me. Uh, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two and a half. Uh,
2: I gave it a half star under the original. I gave it a three for me. All right,
1: all right. Yeah, so far this has not been a uh, strong run of movies for me. Well, let's see. Let's see if it picks up here with Bad Boys Two. I don't think it will. I have a feeling it won't. For me. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. No is
0: going to surprise you, it. Okay, July eighteenth, two thousand and three. Oh, directors. Okay. Directed by Michael, oh, now I'm worried about your Directed by Michael Bay, starring Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, Gabrielle Union, Geordie Mola, uh, Peter Stormar, Teresa Randall, and Joe Pantliano. 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, 38% on Metacritic. It also opened at number one with $46.5 million. It would go on to gross 138 here in North America and 273 gross worldwide. The second, and just so everyone's aware, I also used the Roman numerals. Yeah, yeah. both these movies did uh, of his back-to-back sequels, obviously less successful commercially and critically, uh, even though, I mean, critically, not by much, but Smith is pretty clearly having more fun here than in men in black too. Uh these two projects can possibly represent Smith getting back into the public consciousness with two broad sequels to previously well-liked films after three films in a row, failing to connect with audiences. He hadn't starred in a broad four quadrant success since the first men in black, which had come out, five years uh, before men in black two. And after he got his box office group. Yeah. Four quadrant success. Explain that. So four quadrant is, it hits every target. It's family. It can hit the, the old young male female. I don't know if that's the actual four quadrant, But that makes sense in my mind. But it's basically any any demographic will go for it: men, women, elderly people, teenagers, adults, children. They can all come Mm. and see it. It doesn't apply to men. It doesn't apply to Bad Boys too. It applies to Men in Black too. Um, uh, But okay, so um, and after he would get his box office groove back, he would go on one of the more impressive runs in film history for the next six years, including the movie we're talking about next. He would make six diverse, original, relatively, and very successful films, all sold on his name alone. Also, between this and The Matrix Reloaded, the summer of two thousand three was absolutely the summer of highway chases. Uh, personal history with Men in Black two. So I, I mentioned this when we talked about the first one. I had seen, um, I hadn't seen Men. Uh, <sighs> Bad boys, bad boys too. I it took a while for me to realize, and for you guys, too, or are you just letting me go through that?
1: No, I, I mean it was that was only the second one in quick succession. Did I do that twice? I thought that was the first one. Oh, right, because I said personal
0: history with. Yeah, okay. Um, I hadn't seen the first Bad Boys, and then I, I had a friend who was older, um, and so I went with him to see this and American Wedding that summer which was very exciting for a 12-year-old like me. I was like, ooh, these, these are R-rated. So I had seen this in theaters and, uh, and whatnot, and I think I loved it then. Did any of you see this uh, in theaters, or just even, I, I know you both have seen it beforehand. Anybody see it in theaters? Yeah.
1: Definitely not in theaters. My first R-rated movie was Team America World Police. <laughs> wow, the uh, year after this. Yeah, uh, and I wouldn't see it until much later. I don't really remember when. I feel like I must have shown um, it to you. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't think I've seen this a ton, but uh-huh. I I know I've at least seen the uh, interrogating Reggie scene several times. For sure, a um, scene that Roger Ebert has a huge problem with. You okay,
0: can, you can read his review, but he really doesn't like. He hates that scene. Wow. Well, you should really
1: read. It's very, yeah. He
0: he. he,
1: he like the, the the modern politics of it aren't good.
0: That's what it is. He he doesn't like. A youth being called what he's called in that movie. Uh, he's like, "Why oh, is this? Why, why is this funny?" I, I
1: more, I more mean the, uh, oh, like the, the, the politics the of it. The the overprotective father sure, sure. threatening the daughter's boyfriend thing. Like, isn't that is? I that think is that not, still
0: plays. Is is is, is no, that not no, allowed no, anymore?
1: No, it's bad. <laughs> why? It, it, because because it's not it's not something that we should look at as funny. It's something that like actually happens. Uh, people like people. People oh, because it actually problems.
0: happens. Uh, yeah, people think
1: as fathers, like, oh, like, I, like, I, I thought I, you meant, like, intimidate the children, right? Uh, the, the young boys who are coming after my precious, right?
0: That, that's what I was going to say is when you said gendered, I thought you meant, like, you know, the, the, I'm sure that whoever the, the daughter picked is suitable. You should trust your daughter, that kind of thing. Not, not that, like, because it's actually happening. It's still a funny scene. Uh, Ahmad, had I, you,
1: <laughs> I think it, like, works as, like, grandfathered in.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. <laughs> Ahmad, had you seen? How, you've you've seen. I watched it with you, fucking, I, 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 basically a year ago. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Bad, yeah. Bad Boys Two came out right around. Bad Boys Three came out right around this time last year. Yeah. How many times have you seen it beforehand?
2: Uh, dozens. Uh, <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Bad Boys Two way more times than the original. Um, I, I think it's a lot funnier than the original. And I, I in the in the culture, I think it's it's Harold a lot more than the first one. Um, for a few reasons, but yeah, I've, I've definitely seen this a bunch. Um, it's
0: I mean... Been,
1: it's like Will Smith is in it the whole time.
0: It's... <laughs> I mean, it would be great. It would be great if you could expand on that. I, I know it's... I mean, it's everywhere. One of the... I don't... Did, did we watch uh, Hot Fuzz? I know we watched Shaun of the Dead, but did we watch the Hot Fuzz with those with the British guys? I, I don't know if we did, but, but in it, one of the cops goes uh to this other cop he goes he goes just like bad boys Two. what he goes you haven't seen bad boys Two, and they have to watch it and the whole movie you know, the same guys who made sean of the dead made which, which was a spoof on horror movies but also a real horror movie made hot fuzz which is a send-up of action movies but also a real action movie and they they've said for you know a huge uh inspiration was bad boys Two.
2: Mm, interesting and,
0: i mean you can see why like like one of them, one of their uh, things that they want to do so badly is jump sideways while firing two guns in the air. Got you. And uh, and then they end up doing it in the movie. Um, okay, so Noah, if you're less familiar with this than us, I have to know what you think. Yep. Which one of us is
1: right? Okay. I, miles better than the first movie. Uh-huh. I, a little bloated, but really good. Yeah! <laughs> I'm glad you were right. <laughs> Me too, because I
0: love this movie. There is something, a a charm about this movie in the weirdest way, because it is the most bloated, self-indulgent Michael Bay movie that could ever be. But God damn it, if it is not like an 11-year-old or 12-year-old or 13-year-old wrapped up in a movie. It's everything you could want in that regard. And when you put your mindset in that, it's just the most fun you can have. It's
1: so crazy. Oh God! Um... I don't, I don't need like that. I think that's true. There are there is like a bunch of good action in it. It's it's full of great five minute action scenes that are twelve minutes long. I, <laughs> uh, but what I what I actually found most interesting and impressive about it was that it told a, and you know in bad boys adjusted terms, obviously, but a coherent emotional story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of like Mike uh, Mike Lowry is a bad cop and an insane person and uh, i've forgotten martin lawrence's name marcus uh marcus, marcus yeah uh, marcus is like just trying to kind of just do a job and live a life yeah he's trying not to die every week with- yeah and mike's just like what if i killed everyone yeah <laughs> and, it, and it's it's really stressful and he doesn't like it yeah i uh, and that is just that is a through line for throughout that is uh, addressed and resolved. And it also, I was was really impressed by like how just like coherent of a story it told it. Boy,
0: you should read some of the reviews. People hate this movie or hated this movie when it came out, but the, 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 the through line, what I really noticed. And by the way, this was also a case of me, like actually paying attention to the plot. Um, like, like at like at the end when they make the bust and they do the thing where they point at each other, I don't think I ever realized that they were pointing to each other because they finally like got this thing that they they couldn't get the warrant. They you know they 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 didn't have lead there's a whole bunch of stuff they were causing damage and then they finally did it. It was worth it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's satisfying. Um, but uh, uh, the one of the through lines I really noticed this time was the 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 Jack Bauer or the. John McClain effect, where as they were going through it, they were getting more tired and exhausted and mentally drained. Like that scene on the train (laughs) where Martin Lawrence says, This is the most stressful cop week of my life. And then Will Smith has that great moment that I'll never forget where he has his hand on that cool beanie and just goes, Yeah, it's been a little rough as he's getting up. I just like they go through such a crazy amount of shit. They're like, oh my God, this is one week, and they've gone through 18 chases. The idea that, like, the idea behind this movie is let's make like the most insane thing and realize that it's happening to two human beings. Like it's an action movie that's happening to two people who like must be sore in the morning, but have to keep going. Um, but let's uh, uh, Ahmad, how about this before we really you know, what did this rewatch do for you?
2: Uh, it just, it just reassured myself that bad boys Two was better than the original. Cause I, you know, like you said, we saw this about a year ago, um, and I don't think I've seen it since then. But I was like, I, I feel like the second one is definitely the better movie because there was a lot of talk about that, especially once the third one came out. But yeah, definitely on on Noah's point, like the the relationship between Marcus and Mike, which was already kind of the highlight of the first movie for me. But they just
3: oh,
1: yeah. they just
2: took it and they just went so much deeper with it. I feel like the the plot line. Um, that Noah laid out was so, so earned. Like it, it really made sense. It was like, of course, of course, Marcus doesn't want to be living this life. And of course Mike Lowry is a reckless cop for like getting into all these shootouts. Um, and Gabrielle Union, it's it's kind of crazy that this movie was two years away from her performance and bring it on because it's like, how are those two people even the same person? Like, I don't know. Right. What, how, how can she play both of these characters? Um that is <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I really liked her addition into this. I liked how much action she was able to get into. She wasn't just like Will Smith's like love interest, like she actually had like a, a key part in the plot. I'd like that the plot yeah. was way more easy to follow than the first one. Like the whole ecstasy thing and the DEA was like, okay, I can actually like follow what's happening. Whereas in the first one it was like Wait, what's what's
1: happening? What? Where is? I don't understand. Um, yeah, the, the, this one is wholly incoherent, and it's like it's good because they're good together. Yeah, but like otherwise is not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one definitely solves that. I will say, in terms of it being easy to follow, uh, the first—I think it's the first big chase uh, after uh, the highway. When, yeah, with the cars. Uh, oh, yeah. gets the stuff. I think there are like five involved parties. Yeah, sure. So like, there's there's her and the DEA.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There's uh, ecstasy guy. Yeah, uh, Johnny Taps or whatever right. his name. is. <laughs> uh, there's the Haitian pirates.
0: You're right. Yes.
1: Right. Like, do do about the Haitian pirates? And then there's Miami PD. So there's four. Yeah. There's four involved parties in that chase, and I legitimately had no idea what was going on. Um. I also (laughs) like our heroes are there and I want them to live and we'll, we'll pick up the pieces on the other side. I,
0: I also enjoy the villain in this more than I think I do in most of these type of movies. I think that he's, I think that he's funny. Uh, he's not menacing, but like, I think I, I find him with his daughter funny. I think that when he shoots that guy in the head and his mom goes, what happened? And he goes, mama, he killed himself. I don't just do. go send a note to his mother. And he holds up the gun. He goes, okay, I'll do it. He's holding the gun in his yeah. hand. Yeah. He just killed himself. I don't know what happened. He's right on the letter. Yeah. His mother she goes, oh, no, no, <laughs> And then when he's like building, what, what a joke, I never noticed when he's they're painting the thing, and the daughter goes, "Why do they call the last suburb? And the daughter goes, "It was the last uh, night before uh, he, the, all his friends turned on him, or that he was turned on and killed." And he yeah. goes, "Okay, can you go in the other room?" And he goes, what? So "I just want angels above me." He's like so,
1: he's so mad about it. He's very yeah, funny. He's got a, he's got a few good moments. I, I think he's almost a good villain yeah I mean he's he's better than what
0: we usually get in these kind of oh, movies. oh yeah like
1: better than like the French guy from the first one oh, yes. but he, yeah but
0: he's just he's better in, in than in most of these cop shoot yeah. um I really like <laughs> it this mo- before we talk about the action scenes, this movie is so fucking funny yes right? I mean I- except for the scene where they're they're doing the gay panic thing in the video store like we can really get rid of that whole scene, yeah. but um but like you, you were mentioning the highway chase, and every I could listen to them shout at each other in action scenes for days. I that could put me to sleep. I could, I want that to be a podcast. My ringtone <laughs> is just them, Martin Lawrence going, "Did you see that?" And him being like, "No shit." I could listen to them There's do it
1: cars all, at me all, also,
0: all day. Like when when Marcus like is shooting.
2: Outside of the car, and then he continues to oh, shoot as shoot he brings the, the gun car.
0: inside yeah, the yeah. car. He, like, yeah. <laughs> he goes, That's my bad. And he goes, Shoot outside. It's just okay. The but the highway scene where you say there's so many people. I love Will Smith pointing over the thing and just going, That wasn't all us. Just wait, hold up. Ah, that was a DEA car. And he's yeah, just like, Boy, yeah. like him, him, him having to tell uh Marcus about him and uh Gabrielle Union, he's like, We were uh we got dinner,
1: uh, and uh, yeah, she, you know, got she the had the
2: fish. fish. Grouper, <laughs> <laughs> it was grouper. <laughs> it was grouper. Yeah. Awesome. him oh, doing that We have to, we have to mention uh, Marcus being high on ecstasy while they go to the cabin. Okay, well,
0: that let's talk about. Okay, I wanted to bring this up. So before we get into the action, Noah, when we watched Bad Boys, you said I'm looking forward to Joe Pantliano and Bad Boys too.
1: How did that hold up? He's not in it a lot, but how did it hold up for you? Uh, very good but underused. <laughs> He's not when in he, it a lot. Yeah. When he when he show, when he first, first showed up and he goes, "The name of your squad is TNT." <laughs> yeah. And you're supposed to be tactical and thought through what part of what you did in his whole scream. It's it's incredible. Uh, also him
0: um him doing the uh like what after the corpse scene where all the corpses are on the ground, and he just goes, he just goes, see all these people, and now I have to get I have to get the coroner in here. And you see that these are detectives, they're detecting shit right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the people to pick up the fucking bodies. Uh, yeah, no,
0: yeah. Him, him at the captain's house, and I really listened to it this time. Him just like having to react, just going like, Oh god, to the photos. And yeah. he was like, Oh no, this is awful. Yeah. Just him having to improvise up, but Marcus Oh, him, okay. No, but go ahead with Joe Pantley. Go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I mean, that, that was, that was pretty much it. He should have had, he should have had two more scenes. Yeah. Let's lose, let's lose them on tape uh, in the Best Buy. Yes. Uh, yeah. And add another scene of uh, Joe Pant's getting to scream good.
0: I also thought it was hysterical when uh, not, not in the way they meant it to be, but where Joe Pantley gets into the airplane hangar and he goes, I called my buddy at the CIA like what and then he goes he goes don't ask me they're spies <laughs> what i don't think they need all they need is seal team six apparently they don't need him to be like they're spies like what are you talking about anyway um no the, the scene where he's high is just a jo- him walking upstairs and just going like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> he comes of the the rope. walking up the stairs <laughs> it's really okay. funny it's really will smith is and martin lawrence though so will smith is hysterical in this movie He is, yeah. i mean the reggie scene is a classic mm-hmm. it's a him pulling out his gun and yelling and i'm never going back and then him just pointing the gun and the really honestly michael bay putting the camera behind him and then the kid moves his head and you realize Smith's pointing the gun at him and you don't realize it till the kid moves his head he's like what are you doing you, you know how to fight the kid's like yeah he goes oh you do it's so <laughs> it's so funny are you a virgin uh-huh yeah, we're going to keep it that way. It's so funny.
1: Fun fact about Reggie. Uh, obviously, we all know that he uh, shows up again in Bad Boys for Life. Of course
0: Life. he gets married to her.
1: It's wonderful. Those are his only two film roles. That's what? great. That's so nice
0: yeah. that they brought him back. Did everybody see the Michael Bay cameo? No. no this, he has a cameo in three up. as well, but his cameo in this one is he's the first car that they stop that's that shitty car. Okay. And he goes, we put in that car for a go. Smaller cars are better for the environment. And then the Escalade with, uh, or whatever that was with Damn Dan Marino. R- know, yeah. yeah. But the first one gotcha. is, uh, is, is Michael Bay.
1: uh,
0: Michael Shannon's in this. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Chicago,
0: Chicago boy. Michael Shannon's in this gets his ear blown off of the, be- we didn't need that flashback by the way, to who he was. I know your movies long, Michael Bay, but we were all there. Um, that KKK scene is just, it's a brilliant opening for this movie. Yeah
1: it's yeah. so very, funny very distinct like that that's the other part of this movie that like as soon as it started i was like oh right it opens like the kkk shootout like that's
2: yeah they uh it's... i think they knew their demographic at that point <laughs>
0: yeah it's so that kkk opening is so funny and then uh will smith just going like uh no actually you know what i do want to kill some people and then martin lawrence be like he doesn't mean that don't listen to him <laughs> <laughs> he also has a line where he goes uh um oh you shouldn't have said that oh the 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 uh when 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 they're shooting the pirates that spinning shot of them just yelling at each other oh, in that house yes i mean it's unnecessary and it's insane but like it's just part of it it's just to them like honestly them yelling at each other all right so the action scenes right so the ending the ending is a little much i mean like every it's one of those Michael Bay things where like everybody just volunteers like these as I don't know you,
1: but I'd die for you. Like, come on. All right, relax. <laughs> the, the ending is a lot much They <laughs> Cuba. They destroy
0: a favela with a Hummer. I mean, the ending is part of it, but like, it's, it's weird thing where these guys are like volunteering to just murder people and, <laughs> yeah. might, and they might die. But, and then they have this strategic. Did they dig those holes? How yeah, did there was they a whole guy. so quickly.
1: So you know, I think, say, I
0: think the, I'm I'm guessing the holes
2: were already dug. That's what I always assumed because he was like, "Yeah, I've got a guy in Cuba and he can get us weapons, he can get us in all that." So I assume that. Yeah. Like, so maybe, maybe he had already dug used. the holes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they
0: had they had a hole guy. <laughs> you know the, the 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 morgue scene is great, but that that scene where they um they go to cuba and just destroy this guy's house and yeah. then you know the the landmine thing at the end um gabriel gabriel union going right next to the mine all right yeah i can say that yeah. what if he ducks <laughs> or like deflects the gun yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, if just shoots, a- oh, what if he just shoots you for saying oh you're yeah. about
1: to kill me pop and he just yeah, kills you're not her. a pokemon you don't have to announce your attack
0: I mean, they were doing that for the audience, but like, why? I would have gotten it. She throws it really hard at him. Like, yeah, I understand it Would have understood.
1: She threw with a purpose, and then it hits a mine, and the mine blows up. I also I like them connect those dots. I also like them driving to Gitmo, honking their horn as if they're going to be like, "Oh, come right in." they gonna be like, "No, yeah. stop! What yeah. you're doing? Yeah, what yeah. yeah I, did, I did appreciate. I did appreciate oh, that the military opened fire. Yeah, they like, "What are you doing?
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um. But the, the the two car chases, okay? I mean, the Morgue one is funny because it's got bodies falling out. That first car chase, every time I watch it's just a marvel to witness. Those cars flipping around. The, honestly, the shot of that car flying past Martin Lawrence's head baffles me. I don't know how they yeah. did it. It's so fucking cool. But, like, that car chase, the way that it just drags out and they're commenting on how long it is,
1: it's so fucking good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Noah, do
1: you – Yeah, go ahead. No, that that's that's one of those instances where I was like, "This is a this is a great five minute car chase," and then it was it's just way too long. Oh, <laughs> way, I, 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 I way too it. long.
0: I love it. I mean, it was oh, it's so good. All right, uh, but again, you know, it has its problems. It's true. Gabrielle Union like adds something to the team, but then she gets kidnapped, um, and they have to go rescue her. The you know. So many shots of just like under women's skirts. Oh yeah, the beginning that was they're yeah. tracking. They're tracking that Michael. Like, why is your, this? Is like usually uh, maybe I'm just used to the Fast and Furious where we stay butt level. But yeah. Michael Michael is like, no, 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 this is R. We're going right underneath. I mean,
1: I'm like, Hold on. doesn't need to be R. Never forget. I think Transformers two. When yeah, but we was, didn't like, go under the camera up Megan Fox's leg as she's like mounting a motorcycle. I was, cameras
0: too, yeah, yeah. That, but this is different. This was like you saw a lot of things. Um, <laughs> Megan Fox is in that scene. She's underage. She's like seventeen. Yeah, but she's dancing in that scene. I still didn't see her. I'm always like, oh, she she's in this, right? Uh, no, and I never <laughs> see her. But she's apparently there somewhere. Um, you know, and it I, it's very violent. It's very like gratuitously violent. They're just like dead bodies and fingers and guts and organ. Very strange. How about this? But anyway, uh, it's just a ton of fun uh, star ratings. This gets a three and a half for me. I mean, I just, I find this just to be a delightful, insane, disgusting movie.
1: No, what about you? Uh, I go three. I think it's, uh, it's really good, but I just, I truly can't abide that it's over two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> it is very long. Oh man. Like, Especially come just, on. Like,
0: Literally the movie ends. Like they have the moment where they're pointing at each other and they did a good job. And then the movie is yeah. like, actually, we have 30 minutes left. <laughs> yeah. Now we're going to go invade Ouch. a country. Ahmad, what about you? How many stars? Uh, I gave it a three. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll go three, two. I don't want to seem like I'm excessive. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm gonna go hey, if you think it's no, a three and a half, then it's a three and a half. There's no judgment. Um, yeah, I'm, no, I'm sick with three. I'm sick with three. I'm sick with three. All right. It's like it's not a good movie. You know what I mean? I think,
1: <laughs> I think, it's I, I think it is. a good movie. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> a good it's a, it's a. good movie. Yeah. Like as a no, movie, think, it's fucking crazy. I think it is a good movie that's just also so long that parts of it are a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. But mostly it's a good movie. Yeah, a very long. All right, our final film wait, of wait. the episode.
2: Before, I oh, forgot that we didn't do Big Willie style.
0: <laughs> I forgot it too, and it's on my fucking thing, so I apologize. But what is your Big Willie style? What was what was Big Willie style in 2002?
2: So, um, you know, coming off of, you know, entering the Willennium, you know, he released his second solo album, Willennium. He now decides to get back uh, to his solo work. Um, his third solo studio album, was called Born to Rain, R-E-I-G-N. He followed the previous patterns. He released the first single as an original song made for a movie. So Black Suits Coming, Nodged Ahead from the Men in Black 2 soundtrack was the lead single for Born to Rain. Uh, Personally, I love that song. I'm very glad that this series brought it back into my life. Um, He released that song a few weeks before the movie dropped and then released his album like a week before Men in Black 2 came out uh thematically born terrain is not completely different from his other albums but sonically it is very different uh this album leans heavily into the r&b sounds that were prevalent in the early 2000s and that's primarily due to the guy that's featured on like half of the album his name is trey knox um he handles the vocals for half of the songs um his voice sounds just like the songs that were coming out of that era from artists like tyrese jaheem and others uh, Will plays off of his vocals in the smooth R&B production very well. Like I, I do think Will Smith is a, a very good rapper who has a solid flow. It's reminiscent of a lot of New York rappers from that era, and that's probably because he's from Philly and the proximity to that sound. Um, Will does a lot of experimenting on this album. He incorporated reggae into songs like I Gotta Go Home and Willow is a Player. There's a Latin sound on the song I Can't Stop. Uh, and the the intro track Born to Rain is definitely a harder hip hop sound than we're used to from him because, you know, he was kind of keeping it very vanilla for the most part. But he definitely was trying to do something different here. Um, the album isn't perfect. There are definitely some weird choices, like every time he decides to sing himself and not utilize Trey Knox's vocals. Um, the song Willow is a Player in general is a weird choice because he's like. It's a reggae sound that doesn't really work, and the concept is him comparing his daughter to a player because she's got him wrapped around his finger or her finger, which isn't even necessarily the trait of a player. It, it was just a weird song that didn't land. Um, and how old would Willow be at that point? Uh,
1: like, like two, two maybe? <laughs> uh, yeah, like super maybe. young.
2: <laughs> so, just an odd choice. It's like maybe I,
1: I guess I guess it wouldn't be less weird if she was older. Yeah, but... true.
2: <laughs> He just, you know, he really likes to get his family involved in his music. And that just, that wasn't a good choice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will say um, that he he really is at home when he's like rapping about like, like you know, nice shit, like family. Like there's a song on there called A Thousand Kisses, which features Jada and it features Jaden. It samples a really popular Luther, Luther Vandross song called Never Too Much. It's a very good song. There's also a solid love song on the album called Maybe. Um, this is definitely an album I listened to again, um, which is not what I expected from this album. I I don't think I'd ever heard this album, and I expected to hate it going in because, you know, it was just like, I, I can't imagine this album is good. Um, Will's still pretty corny and should stop trying to sing, but I think he delivered a lot of really good songs that incorporated modern sounds from the time without sounding like he was an old man trying to keep up with the, with the young rappers. So I was pretty impressed. Um. Also, I think I forgot to mention this like maybe earlier, but he released a greatest hits album in November of 2002, which contained songs from all of his solo albums and his albums with DJ Jazzy Jeff. It's literally just called greatest hits.
1: I was gonna say because otherwise, two albums worth of greatest hits. Yeah, I know, I was, I was
0: like,
1: cool thinking, I've, I've, yeah, and I've I, recently heard quite a bit about his musical career, and I don't think there was that much of it.
2: Yeah, and I think it's it's definitely an album that I think is worth listening to because it is absolutely his best songs. Like they they picked all of the correct songs from his work with Jazzy Jeff, with his solo work. Like this greatest hits album is like it's actually that. So, oh,
0: good.
1: Um. Yeah, Nod your head's a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah, I I enjoyed awesome. that. Uh, I like right, the, the guitariness going on. <laughs> what you enjoyed? Uh, nod your head. Yeah, just the, like the the whole like guitar kind of rock vibe. It's yeah, great. Was, I am the. It uh, was interesting and very different from the. Line.
0: A line that I still think about, even if it's not a good line. But he starts the first by going, "This serena, right." <laughs> <laughs> So this villain you know what i mean yeah <laughs> uh, our last film i robot released july 16 2004 directed by alex proyas starring will smith bridget monahan alan tudyk bruce greenwood james cromwell chi mcbride and Shia LaBeouf, uh, 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, 59% on Metacritic, opened at number one with $52 million, $145 million domestic gross, 353 worldwide. This is his first buy, this is the first of his by himself blockbuster run, all due respect to uh, Isaac Amazoff, uh, but the majority of moviegoers were buying their tickets to see Will Smith in a big sci-fi film. Uh, personal History, saw this in theaters as well. I've seen this apparently a few times cuz i remembered everything but the villain at the end was genuinely like well then who is it and they're like vicky i'm like oh right it's vicky yeah yeah i remember that now but i remember a lot of this movie had uh you guys seen this i'm presuming as well you were both yes. seen when this was around
2: yeah. yeah um i i'm pretty sure i saw it in theaters uh i don't i don't remember anything about the experience but i do remember seeing it in theaters and i've seen it a couple times since then
1: Definitely, uh, definitely saw it in theaters uh, and had a very similar experience to you uh, while watching it. I thought, oh, I've seen this a lot because I remember yeah. this whole thing. I, I I think in my mind, I've kind of a, a little bit of Constantine has bled in because I thought okay. Shia was in it more.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Constantine was two uh, one year after this.
1: Yeah. I, and I also forgot who the villain was? Yeah, same.
0: I was really like, uh, they're
1: like, they one other role, but I'm like, we don't know
0: anybody else. Yeah, what, <laughs> what are you what talking about? Is, is Cromwell alive? <laughs> Did <I> forget that. <laughs> yeah. uh All right, Chicago, the year 2035. Yeah, there's apparently a big old bridge somewhere within city yeah. limits, and uh, but- Elon Musk got his <laughs> underground highway. Unless it was underground that that subway or that highway was. Like what you know, and I was thinking, like, should I bring up the the fact that, like, oh, in fifth in uh, fifteen years we're gonna have like, you know, a giant building and robots? We're like, well, oh, no, this is this is taking place in a world where like that corporation was like Tesla, like Elon Musk corporation is now. You know what I mean? But like that underground highway, I was like, there's nothing like that in Chicago. But uh, the, honestly, the bridge was like, is that in like Michigan? Because he it's, yeah, it's on happened. like Lake Michigan. Is that what it is? Yeah. Do you know that? Is that an actual bridge?
2: Oh, I don't know if it's real. I just know that it's supposed to be in Michigan.
0: Okay. Well, he drove a long way. Um, Several, several hours back and forth (laughs) to this thing. He leaves the city, goes there for two minutes, and then has to rush back. And I'm like, no, everyone's already dead. The robots have won. It took you four hours to get back. Um, Let's talk about this movie. I enjoyed it for the most part. It's not very deep or whatever. And some of the visual effects of... Slowed down, but I don't know. I think it's fine. Uh, Noah, what do
1: you think? I no. I once again, I this wasn't a good. Ba- this wasn't a good batch of movies for me. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was pretty lame. I uh, the whole, the whole like AI decides that the only way to save humanity is to kill it is just like yeah. is one of my bigger pet peeves in terms of like villain motivations. I uh, And yeah, it's just, it was, it was very, it was just very broad and surface level. And it's like this, this doesn't really bug me, but it kind of bugs me how it just couldn't have less to do with Isaac Asimov and his science fiction writings.
0: They they don't even credit him with the three laws. James Cromwell yeah. created those. Uh,
1: uh, Yeah, just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do it for me.
0: Yeah, it's very very service level for me. And it really is entirely Will Smith's performance. I think he's really good in it. I think that him saying what happened, which I remembered immediately, which made like rewatching this very good, like just knowing his motivation and why he doesn't trust him and stuff. But um him explaining what happened in the car is he's great in that. And then him at the end yelling to save what's her face. Yeah. What what was the robot's name? Why can't I remember it? I just watched. Sunny. it. when he yells, Sonny, it's all there on his face. He's fucking yeah. phenomenal saying that line at the end. Like you could feel every emotion he has. Like he's dead serious. This is not going to happen again. You will do it. It's terrific him doing it. Yeah. No, so I
1: I I will say it was a little unfortunate that the specific line was Sonny, save the girl." I was, I was like, this. No,
0: the the, the 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 line he says the last one he says is her name and then, then, then Yeah,
1: goes. but he, but he, he does, he does say save the girl yeah, about he said the flashback. No. Yeah, I know, but now, now, now we're, oh. dea- now we're dealing with an adult woman. The book ending. I... Do this thing. <laughs> uh, it's also like, yeah, a- it's not the ending of the book. It's
0: also like the best Terminator. Well, actually dark fate was pretty good. It was the best Terminator we had in a while. <laughs> Him with that metal arm grabbing that thing. Oh, like yeah. okay. uh, how did I robot hold up for you?
2: Um, I thought this was a an okay movie with a great performance by Will Smith. Um, let's see, I had a I had a fun fact. You mentioned uh, in the last movie, Bad Boys Two, the scene in the the video store. There's like a black woman at the end of that scene as they're walking out. That's like you two need help or something like that. She's actually yeah. the same yeah. woman who has the yeah. extra attack in this movie. Oh, really? I remember seeing her, and I was like, "She!" I just saw her recently. It's like, oh, because I just watched this movie like an hour ago. Um, That's but That's interesting. I I feel like Will Smith um, was definitely at this point coming into his own as like a a good emotional actor. I agree. I I put that down as soon as as he had the scene where he described what happened in the accident. I was like, that was good acting. I was like, that was great. He's great.
0: Um,
2: I like the visual effect. He's great. Um, I, I liked, even though, I mean, I know Sonny was like a motion captured actor and like his voice, but I thought that like the way they humanized Sonny was good. Like I, I enjoyed watching Sonny, the robot on screen. Um, there was a lot of like cool moments. Like when the robot started climbing the building toward the end, when Sonny winked, yes, Sonny winked back at Will Smith or at Will's character. I was like, oh, okay, that was pretty good. Um This was like I feel like this was the first movie where we got to see Will play a character that had demons, Um and I think that he like acted that out really well. So yeah, it was a it was a, a good performance. But you know, the movie as a whole was just like all right. I'd watch it again, but like I'm not gonna do yeah, it.
0: I, I felt very similarly. I you know I think uh, there 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 are moments, and I'll call them trailer moments that seem like both of but really work for me. And maybe it's just kind of remembering them. But, like, I really like the car scene with him and, like, the two caravans full of robots.
3: Yeah. And I really
0: I really like him going – because I remember that happening and just them moving. I remember as a kid getting excited in the theater and him going, there's no way my luck is that bad. And him just, like, unloading his gun into the windshield and, like, spinning around. That's all – I feel like that scene is very well done. I also really like the scene uh, – or just the line, again, when the robots are crawling up and then he goes um, – what she, he says, how long do you think it'll take? And she goes, uh, 30 minutes. Why? He goes, I, he's like, I really don't think we have six minutes. And then it just like pans up and they're all crawling up thing. That's very exciting. Uh, to me as uh, Noah, you know why, because they're trapped in a confined space, having to defend themselves. That that gets excited. So, you know, shy is fine. It's a very jackass role that he plays. Well, I do really still like the line and I think they're both very funny together. They're, they're just good actors. But when uh, Shia's last scene where uh, where he has to save him from the robot yeah. and then she shoots the gun with the eyes closed and he has that line where he goes, um, um, she's, I think he says she's hot as shit. No, he didn't say shit. He says something else funnier than that. But he says something like, well, she says you put a good word and he goes, go home. Go. He's like, Sh- stop swearing and go home. I got you. And then he walks away. The timing of that is very good. They both know what they're doing in that scene. They're both very funny in it. Um and you know it's very base level, uh, fil- philosophically and whatnot. But as like an action movie, Will Smith looks great. He looks phenomenal in it. His body looks terrific in this movie. Um, and uh, and I really like the beanie <laughs> and the long coat. And uh, yeah, oh, I, I just really I like that uh, car chase. So, cheap. Um, so I don't know.
1: Oh, he gets us. It's happening coat. again. Okay. He didn't like the uh, coat. That's
0: oh, a shame. By the way, the choppiness is happening again.
1: Uh, yes, I will. Ahmad, is your is your connection with me fine? Yeah, yeah, I can hear and see you pretty well. Okay. I uh, I think we still don't have Brian. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: you do, but again, you're you're, you're really choppy. Man.
1: Okay. You just uh, me. I'm here. All right. I'm here. All right. Maybe this part will stay in. I. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The 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 Shia the Shia of it all doesn't like doesn't work he, for me. He, he is really in
0: the movie, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I know, but he's just, he's just doing even Stevens but in this movie. Right. Uh he is. Which like he will he will go on to become uh, a very interesting actor at times later, uh but he was not there yet. Uh I also found it just, strange that he was kind of leading the charge.
0: I agree. With a baseball bat, when when other people had guns, they were shooting at the robots. Yeah,
1: But like he was, he was in charge of the street gang. He's like, "Let's go!" And like, why are we? What I did, go? what I did
0: appreciate about that is when they start that that fight, and then two seconds later they get overwhelmed, and he has this look on his face like, "What?" And then he's running away instantly. Sure, I did like that. That was very realistic. Of like, we can do this. Oh, we cannot. We have bats, and they are metal. Yeah. Um but uh yeah I, I it's fine let's get to star uh ratings for iRobot. I'm gonna give it two and a half all right uh one and a half for me boy, oh boy
2: uh two and a half for me.
0: Okay, now on to our awards. The wi- Well, not the Willies, but uh, the Awardable Quotables, where we take a quote from uh, Will Smith's career and assign awards to it. So the first one, How Come He Don't Want Me Awards, this is obviously a, uh, arguably the most famous scene from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And uh, yeah. what this, this award is, is given to the uh, most underrated film of Will Smith's career. Noah, I, how, how do you choose for, for this one? You didn't like any of the movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, I thought uh, I thought Ali was fine, uh, mm-hmm. and Bad Boys 2 was really good. Yeah. Uh, for me, my nominee has to be Ali. Oh,
0: because, really?
1: Uh, yeah, because I, I feel like Bad Boys 2 is sort of a, you know, I, I agree with Ahmad that it's just in, in sort of uh, just the zeitgeist, it's looked on as the good Bad Boys movie, uh, and I think is probably properly rated. And Ali just doesn't get talked about as much when you're talking Will Smith because it's like an acting thing instead of a movie star thing.
0: It's going to be very interesting because I, when we left the theater and for a few weeks afterward, I thought Bad Boys 3 was the better one. So I'm really excited to rewatch that again. Uh, I, I put Bad Boys 2 mainly for the critic score and the Michael Bay of it all. Okay. I just think any movie directed by Michael Bay automatically gets a negative reputation in a certain degree once it you know comes out. And uh, and critics just absolutely hated it. So my mine is Bad Boys Two. That's my pick for this one. Amma, what about you?
2: Uh, I was torn between Ali and I Robot because I felt like I mean I'm just not even considering the Legend of Bagger Vance, but I thought that Men in Black Two and Bad Boys Two were like properly you know well considered well and and rated. So it was between Ali and I Robot, and I think I've got to agree with Ali for this one for the reason I
0: will. I will go ahead with with, uh, with Ali as well. That the nominee right. from this episode. So then, I, uh, joins Enemy of the State and mark it down. And we now have two nominees for the How Come He Don't Want Me Award. Uh, the I Make This Look Good Award, of course, from Men in Black, the award given to the film in which Will Smith looks his best. This to me is, uh, hands down Bad Boys 2. I, I don't think we will find a movie maybe focus and maybe i am legend where
1: he looks better in my opinion what about you guys i uh briefly considered nominating iRobot here uh when he's just waking up and like in his uh, in his tank top and it's just like holy, it's holy not shit. even tank
0: top he's shirtless
1: and that he yeah, uh, uh, also his
0: first food scene you can see his little tush
1: yeah but sure. then, uh, as i mentioned i really hate his cheap vinyl oh, no, coat like, oh. Uh so I also would nominate Bad Boys Two.
0: I mean look after look. The the pink and purple suit is a thing yeah. of beauty. The, the that beanie that he wears that he puts his I mean he just looks phenomenal. Uh Ahmad, what about you? What's your nominee? Bad Boys
2: Two for all those reasons.
0: It is. Bad Boys I'm Two uh will join Men in Black. Uh, the titular for the I make this look good kind of um, next up, the don't ever do that again. And next week we will be watching the movie that that comes from Hitch. This award is given to a film performance or aspect of a Will Smith film that should never be repeated. I have three options for us to choose from. Uh, I have every aspect. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not correct. Every accent in the legend of Bagger Vance. Sure have underdeveloped slash weak villain in men in black 2 and then all the racist off-the-cuff jokes uh, the cops were making to each other in bad boys 2 really really felt those like Mm -hmm. the cops come out of nowhere and offer to buy them like fried chicken and grapes and then they have the thing about don't you have some relatives to pick up just oh my god no um
1: they really ramped up their uh, (laughs) really
0: really ramped i guess after like you know eight years they've run out of like the softer jokes so they really got to pull out the harder ones but um i mean i feel like it's going to be
1: between the first two for me what do you guys have for this uh i put down i wasn't sure how to narrow down the bagger vance thing uh so i just said anything involving golf because <laughs> i don't th- i don't think in my mind i'll ever be able to escape it like i think if he was to make uh, the only other golf movie i can think of is happy gilmore but uh just any sort of like mid-level, like golf sports movie, I would, I wouldn't be able to take it seriously. So I don't, I don't think he can deal with golf again.
2: Ahmad, what about you? I had the uh, magical, mystical black person stereotype from legend of Bagger Vance.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. So I, I, I think we're going with something from Bagger Vance. Yeah.
2: So I'm, yeah.
1: i don't, don't ever make the legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah. Can we just Rance combine
2: again? all of those into just like
1: the movie, The Legend of Bagger Vance. I, so, th- I think I think that might be a little unfair to the rest of the contenders. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I'm torn
0: between uh, a mod and then I really think that you know his his accent leads into a mod's point. Yeah. Uh, ben Affleck, the kid, and especially Shirley's Theron. Every accent in that movie was terrible. Um, or Ahmad's point no what what are you feeling here
1: yeah That's I right. mean I think uh, I think the the actual legitimate answer to the question is uh, he should never do the mystical black person thing again uh, I don't I don't think I don't think we can put that aside in uh, in favor of the others <laughs> All right, there are two contenders for
0: Don't Ever Do That Again, and I don't know if we're going to get any better ones than these. The loosey-goosey racist commentary in Wild Wild West and the magical black person in The Legend of Bagger Vance. And finally, (laughs) the Welcome to Earth Award, the award given to the Will Smith film that if aliens came down and said, who is this Will Smith guy? I don't understand, but I only have time for one movie for you to show me what he's all about. What movie would we pick? Uh, My choice here is Bad Boys 2. Yeah, you can just write down Bad Boys 2. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And a a matchup, the same matchup so far as the I Make This Look Good Award, the contenders for Welcome to Earth Award so far, Men in Black and Bad Boys 2. All right, film rankings. So uh, let's see. What do we got here? The first one, The Legend of Bagger Vance.
1: Below Wild Wild West, just above Wild Wild West. (laughs) Are no, you good with below? I'm yeah, I I would firmly advocate below. Uh, <laughs> the
0: legend of Bagger Vance is now in sixth place. Um Ali, where are we feeling Ali here? In it, for me I'm looking at the list. I think it's obviously ab- I think it's above Independence Day but below Enemy of the State. That
1: would be my choice as well. And uh, Ahmad, how do
0: you feel Wait,
2: uh, where would that put it? Uh, sorry, I have mine all like jumbled.
1: <laughs> that That would be- I would put it at number three.
0: So it'd be Men in Black, Enemy of the State, Ali. I'm right fine with right that. Right now. Okay. So let's do that right now. Uh, next is Men in Black 2. Uh, so just so we're all aware, the uh, MIB, Enemy, Ali. That's funny. ID 4, Bad Boys, Wild Wild West, Legend, Bagger Vance. I think Men in Black is going to be below Bad Boys, but above Wild Wild West.
1: That would be a my thought
0: Amad what about you is, is Men in Black 2 better than Bad Boys or is it worse than Wild Wild West
2: oh yeah I had Men in Black 2 above Bad Boys
0: you have it above Bad Boys yeah. okay what, what do we think how how, how uh,
1: committed are we on that so you, I'm a, I, I think that's that's fine with me I think Bad Boys has some pretty serious flaws okay alright sure
0: in uh, and, and, black two, okay uh bad boys two. so i think i mean truly i think it's better than ali i know i might get some guff on that i don't think it's better than enemy of the state though but i could be talked into that uh what what are we all thinking here what are we feeling
1: i think personally i think it is better than enemy of the state uh, on my own i would put it at two but
0: okay uh ahmad where are you putting it
2: uh, I think I had it under Ali. So I had it, I think I had it in
0: fourth, but. Okay. okay. Um, Do you think it's better than Enemy of the State? We'll start there.
2: No. No. Wait, Bad Boys 2? You... No. Yeah, yes. no. Yeah. Okay.
0: okay. Would you be okay with it going uh, above Ali then? Because I think Noah and I are both in agreement that it's better than Ali. Yeah, I'm fine with that. All right, no, are you okay with it being below enemy of the state? Yeah. I, I can, should be uh, in Congress. I'm very good at this. <laughs> My goodness. I can take that. All right. Uh iRobot, our last one. So iRobot. I I don't know. I feel like it's probably better than Men in Black 2, but maybe below Independence Day? I don't know. How, wha- I'll, uh, let, no. I'll let mod go second this time.
2: Okay. <laughs> mod, what do you think? iRobot. I had Let's say, what what is their question? Give me the question.
0: So we have Ali, Independence Day, Men in Black, and Bad Boys. I think we're fitting it somewhere in there. Ali, Independence Day, Men in Black, and Bad Boys. Men in Black 2 and Bad Boys. I think it's probably above Men in Black
2: 2. Yeah, I have it in between Men in Black 2 and Bad Boys.
0: Okay, so you Uh, have it below Men in Black 2. Yes. I think it's better than
1: Men in Black Two, but maybe less than Independence Day. Noah, what about you? What's your opinion? I? Uh, I definitely think it's worse than Independence Day. Yeah, I, I think it's it's pretty it's pretty much equal with Men in Black Two. I think Men in Black Two is just a very bland comedy, and this is a very bland action movie. Okay, so uh, it doesn't really matter to you. And I you do think it. it's better than Bad Boys, so yeah, it's uh, above or below Men in Black Two. I'm all right. Out. So, Amad, moder- you you think it's Men in Black Two is
0: better than iRobot? Yes. All right, I'm fine with that. I don't necessarily agree, but hey, listen, that's us compromise, baby. <laughs> yeah. Again, Congress, call me up. I'll help it's you. The nature of the beast. Here. <laughs> uh, all right. So now, performance rankings: the best, the better performances by Will Smith. These are our five right now, gentlemen. Enemy of the State, Men in Black, Bad Boys, Independence Day, and Wild Wild West. So obviously, The Legend of Bagger Vance is last. Correct. Yes, <laughs> and might be for a few episodes. <laughs> um, Ali. So I'm think again. I think it's in my opinion, it's below Men in Black, but above Bad Boys. I think it's a. Th- I think it's three right now. Okay. What about Ahmad? What do you think?
2: I mean, I will. I will agree with that. I I had Ali first in performance and movie because I really liked it. But I I'm okay with sure. it being third.
1: Okay, Noah. This is, uh, this is tricky because uh, going off the uh, just because of my personal rankings don't uh, don't jive with here. I think he's better. I I would put Ali over Enemy of the State, uh, but not necessarily over Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I. But we uh, we've got Enemy at the State number one. Uh, so, so, you're think... at,
0: so you
2: think
1: three then, right or no?
2: I, th- I think uh, you're saying you have it first, then, right? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, I would, I would, I would rank it in the top two. Like I'd,
0: really? I, 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 I'd have se- I
1: have to, I have to, I have to separate it from my personal rankings. I, pro- I probably would have put it in the top. So but, you think uh, it's
0: so out of these rankings? You think it's one or two? Uh, I mean, I guess I'm okay with putting it above Men in Black. I don't think it's his best out of these, though.
1: I, I, I mean, I, I'm the one could, thinking it should go three. So, right? Uh, I could, go. I could, I could settle for two. Uh, Ahmad, would you be all right with yeah, two? Yeah,
2: settle for two. All
1: right. all
0: right. Okay. Um, Bad Boys two. So our ranking right now, uh, Ahmad, I have you go first. Enemy of the State, Ali, Men in Black, Bad Boys, Independence Day, Wild, Wild West, and The Legend of Bag of Ants.
2: Uh I have Bad Boys 2 above Bad Boys but under whatever we had before that <laughs> Men in Black That would be men and Yeah Black. I had it between Men in yeah. Black and Bad Boys.
1: Noah, how do you feel? I I don't know. This is tough. I uh, I think Bad Boys 2 is kind of like everything that's good about Will Smith. Like I think he's I think he's a fine actor and does a very good job in Ali. But I think he's a great movie star and like just kind of peaks in Bad Boy Two. Bad Boys Two. Uh, so once again, uh, on my own, this would be the number one spot. But I, I've I wait, what? You just said is the number one spot. Well we hadn't ranked Bad Boys Two yet. <laughs> so in your
0: personal rankings, Bad Boys Two is above Ali.
1: Yes. Okay. Bad Boys Two would be
0: above everything. I, I just feel like if we're talking about movie star performance, it's that and Men in Black, and I just feel like Men in Black is like the epitome of it, like the ultimate. This is like, you know, this is a, I
1: don't know. I just, I think, I, I think he, I think he works better in an R-rated environment. I agree. And I kind, I kind of like. I Do love Men in Black. Do not get used to that. Then no, it's I know not- that's. I, th- I think, I think that's one of probably the bigger shames is that like will smith would be so good if he was uh, if he could say fuck more and <laughs> he just he just didn't really want to and that's like good for him uh but it, he's so good at it i all right so so you think on our list above men in black
0: and below ali Oh, you i'm sorry you think above Ali? No, I,
1: I think above everything
0: but you think above I, everything so where, where, where are you door. willing to come down on
1: I mean, no, no. I don't know. Where where would you put it? I don't think you've said. Well, uh,
0: I, I right now I would have it at third. I can certainly go above Ali because I don't think Ali is, is in his top uh-huh. performances. But I also, if we're going above Men in Black, I'm fine with it at two.
1: And above uh, uh, you said just below Men in Black? Yeah. Or, uh, which, uh, yeah, yeah. Which right
0: now is at number three, which is also where I would put it. But if we're going to go higher, I could go as high as so what, 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 yeah.
1: what do we What do we think of a compromise of just putting it at three? right above Men in Black, but sort of a spiritual... Well, let me think. Uh, um, Ahmad, would you have a problem with it going above Ali? Like, do you think
0: that's Jed like, absolutely not on par or better than Ali?
2: No, I I see the point of, like, like, it it is tough, because those are just two completely different performances, but, like, the Will Smith in Bad Boys 2 is, like, the Will Smith that everybody loves to see, so I... (laughs) I can I can see it going above Ali, even though I don't personally think that it was a better acting performance.
0: I don't know, it's tough. It's just different. It's tough. (laughs) tough. I know. I'm just you know, I feel like we're close to having it at two, we're close to having it at three. I personally would throw it at two. Uh, yeah, let's so what
2: what's the current? It's
0: so it would be enemy, so if, if we put it at two, it's enemy, bad boys, Ali, then men in black. I'm fine with that. All right two. Uh Men in Black too. So this is our middle ranking. Uh Men in Black, Bad Boys, Independence, and in Wild Wild West. Um I don't know. Noah, where where are you feeling this Men Black? You're, you're the I, lowest on Men in Black here? So
1: Yeah, I think I mean he's he's good in Men in Black too. I don't think it has the same charm of the first one. So I'd I would put it above Wild Wild West, uh below Bad Boys. I'd personally put it below Independence Day, but I'm less i i feel like i
0: might as well ahmad what do you think about the independence day factor here
2: yeah this is tough because you all felt a lot more strongly about independence day than i did so i'm okay with anything going above independence day personally (laughs) but (laughs) i i had men in black 2 above bad boys but below below men Men in black Black. yeah
0: i think he's Veteran bad boy. I just think it's such a. It's not too different from the first Men in Black, and so it loses that novelty. Where it's like Bad Boys was like his introduction to being on film, and he's playing such a different character mm. that I feel like it's below Bad Boys. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm okay with that. I would be fine with it above Independence No, how yeah. badly would you feel about? That? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, man. He's just, he's just not in a lot of Independence. <laughs> Um, and then finally, iRobot. So, uh, Namat and I both think that's you know he's really good in that. Even if it's a service level movie, He's obviously the best part of it. Um, so, I'm thinking, in my opinion, above Bad Boys and below Men in Black. That's exactly that's where iRobot. I all
1: right, that's fine. Okay. Got a lot of movies left, so these are all gonna get all yeah. The this movie. is gonna get convoluted. Yeah, can't, <laughs> can't get uh, can't get too hung up here.
0: Okay, so right now our rankings from bottom to top: we have ten performances and ten films. And for performances, the ten best so far from bottom to top: The Legend of Bagger Vance, Wild Wild West, Independence Day, Men in Black Two, Bad Boys, I Robot, Men in Black, Ali, Bad Boys Two, and Enemy of the State. And for film ranking, our top ten from bottom to top: The Legend of Bagger Vance, Wild Wild West, Bad Boys, I Robot, Men in Black Two, Independence Day, Ali. Bad Boys 2, Enemy of the State, and Men in Black. All right. Um, We got all those settled.
1: Okay, uh, before we move on, uh, we'll take a quick break with a word from our sponsor. This episode of Getting Willy Witted is brought to you by The Matrix. Believe it or not, our sponsor this week is another smash hit that Will Smith declined to participate in. Unfortunate for him? Maybe, but perhaps it was for the best. Of the role of Neo, Adam Kempinar of the Film Spotting Podcast says it offers the perfect combination of Ted Theodore Logan's curiosity and wonder, Johnny Utah's oh, earnestness, oh, and the okay. badassness of Jack Trevin. All right, calm down. Worked out pretty well then that the role ultimately went to Keanu Reeves. <laughs> you know this role really, really requires elements of three Keanu Reeves performances. Will Smith will do a great job. <laughs> yeah. The Matrix, featuring an amalgam of none of Will Smith's most famous roles. All right. Uh, Coming on from a theater near you, uh, Noah, take us back in time, please. All right. So this week we are going back to the year 2000. Uh, We are discussing the opening weekend of The Legend of Bagger Vance. So we're discussing Um, what actually actually
0: opened at number one? Is that what we're doing here?
1: Two movies opened this weekend. It was November 3rd of 2000. Legend okay. of Agravance opened at three. All right. The uh, Grinch. number one. No. Fuck. Fuck. That was like the
0: best guess I could have had. Uh... <laughs> Shit. I don't know. It wasn't Castaway. It wasn't time
1: yet. It wasn't. I don't, uh, don't think quite so seasonal or awards worthy.
0: Okay, I'll need a hint then.
1: Uh, action movie. A uh, now I'll I'll wait for the next hint. Okay, have I seen it? Yes. Has a mod seen it? I have no idea. I would guess no. <laughs> mod, have you seen it? I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Have you seen it, Noah? I I don't think so. Wait. <gasps> yes. Yes. Hang on. Wait. Oh, I got, I, got I got it! I got it! I
0: got it! I 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 got it! It's
1: Charlie's Angels. It is, yeah, because you showed you showed it to me recently. I showed you parts of it, yeah. Was it just parts of it? Okay. I didn't. Uh, Yes, it was Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angels Uh, opened to a uh, uh, forty-five million dollars. Just forty. Oh, but still, uh, pretty good. Good opening. Uh, For bonus points, can you name? The uh All Three Angels. No, <laughs> yes. can you name the smash hit comedy in its fifth weekend that also outperformed the legend of I, cer-
0: I certainly can.
1: You can how m- I can.
0: How many bonus points will I get?
1: One bonus point. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh meet the parents. Yes. Uh an extra bonus point if you know what Meet the Parents made in weekend five. Fifteen million dollars. <throat> Not quite, just twelve. Twelve point uh, six. That's still you know, pretty good. What a, what a leggy hit. Can you imagine? Like a
0: I mean, just incredible that movie. Um All right, great. I did it. Uh did. Yes, okay. that was exciting. Okay, uh that is about to wrap us up, but before we uh leave, uh Amon, we you have a song of the week.
2: Oh yes, I do. Um, so the song of the week for this week um, is a song by Juice World. R.I.P. He died. Uh, I want to say late 2019 or early 2020. Um, and so a lot of people are releasing uh, songs that they had made with him, and his estate is releasing songs they had made. So Juice World made a song with Young Thug called "Bad Boy." Um, keeping with the theme Ooh. of our of our series, and there's a music video for it. And in the music video, uh, Juice World and Young Thug, they're wearing you know black suits, you know like Men in Black. So they're kind of combining two um, Will Smith movies. So I figured you know it's very topical. So um, and the song is like you know uh, nice enough to listen to. So that is the song of the week for this week. Bad Boy featuring Young Thug
0: by Juice World. All right, great. Um, next week we have uh, – we're, we're heading into the, the – we're actually heading into the, the meat and the end of Will Smith's incredible box office run from 2002 starting with Men in Black 2 all the way to 2008 with Hancock uh, just hit after hit. Next week we begin with the animated – his first animated film, Shark Tale, his first romantic and only romantic comedy, which is odd. He should do more. Hitch, his second Oscar nomination, The Pursuit of Happiness – his biggest – one of his biggest films, I Am Legend, and, of course, his only – second – his first superhero movie, Hitchcock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Noah. <laughs> Noah. What's up? He's been watching far too much Brooklyn 99. Hancock. Yes. Uh, is So Shark Tale, Hitch, The Pursuit of Happiness, I Am Legend, and Hancock. I'll
1: have all those right when we do this next time. Um, Noah, plug us up. All right. You can come find us at what's in the box office.com. We are on Twitter at witboxoffice. That is also our Instagram handle. Uh, I am on Twitter at Noah Druki. I'm at Brian, the server uh, And of course the uh, feed for our podcasts can be found anywhere. Podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple podcasts. We are on Spotify, which is uh, just a, just a regular thing. It's just a state of affairs. That's how it goes. Uh, yes. <laughs> are you, are you signaling me or just dancing? Just dancing. <laughs> We're just fun. Okay. all right all right see i didn't see that i didn't see that both of you were doing it because i had the yeah was it wasn't it was just me or you saw yeah it was you yeah it was you which is why i, th- I thought I you started. were trying
2: i did, I, did.
1: <laughs> I, I thought you were trying to remind me like don't forget to plug the wavy thing and i'm like i don't know i did forget
0: um uh, Ahmad, tell 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 the folks what you got going on with your podcast. Where can they find you?
2: Uh thinking outside the boombox can be found on all streaming platforms. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at T O T B the Podcast. You can follow me personally on Instagram at GoodKidsShyCity, city, C-H-I. Uh and thinkingoutside the boombox.com is the website.
0: You can also buy wonderful bread from him. <laughs> you can. You can. All right. Um Thank you so much for listening. This will do it. This has been uh, getting Willy with it. What's in the box office. I've been your host, Brian. I've been your host, Noah. Thank you uh, to Ahmad for joining us for all of this nonsense. We'll see you next week. And until then, here we go. We're saying it all right in together.
2: <laughs> we,
3: ride we ride
2: together. together.
3: We socially distance
0: yeah. together.
3: will Smith we'll well, for life. For life.